to your sanity safe space. The call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. What are you, what are you, what are you furrowing your brow and scoffing at now? Just in a foul mood. Foul! That's, that seems like a Wednesday tradition at this point. Or maybe a every stream tradition. I'm not sure. No, I felt pretty good on Sunday. That I, one Sunday. <laughs> there was that one time not that long ago. Uh, well, uh, this Saturday will be fun. I'm sure you're all aware. But just in case people need a reminder, Sunday stream will be on Saturday. The Halloween special Saturday night at normal time. That's 9 Eastern in full costume. You'll want to tune in to see what we try to get ba- uh, get past Susan this time. Got a good, pretty good track record so far. So I feel good about our chances this time. But uh, the only other thing, the, the only thing that caught my eye in the news today or the past couple days it looks like that chatter on sunday who had said he had seen a youtube video that had a source with the sheriff's department it is now at least reported or claimed that the gun that alec baldwin used to shoot the uh the cinematographer on the set of rust that the 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 production staff had been out shooting cans with the guns the morning of yeah. And it is speculated that live ammunition that was used in the target shooting remained in the gun and eventually made it into Alec Baldwin's hands. Of course, the trigger was pulled and uh, somebody died and somebody was hurt. But if that is what happened, I mean, <laughs> the, there's there already had to be criminal charges in this case. There have to be criminal. That That's a criminal level of negligence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone's got to pay a price on this but it won't be alec though i still that was a good theory uh yeah i, I so, believed it when i heard it so i'm sure we'll talk about it more on sunday that and um i definitely want to talk about rittenhouse because the rittenhouse trial stuff the pre-trial stuff has kind of come to a close we know what we're going to get in this trial uh jury selection starting on monday can't wait can't wait to see it play out i think this this judge seems a lot friendlier than the chauvin judge though yeah so yeah. Anyway, we'll see what uh, callers want to talk about tonight. Of course, you guys know how the call-in show works, or most of you do. But if you are new to the show and you'd like to participate, instructions on how to do that are in the description, wherever you may be watching the stream. Uh, We will take as many callers as we can and take breaks every half hour to catch up with your chats on YouTube, Tippy Stream, and DLive. And of course, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live, you can send us a question by email. The place to send us an email question is on the contact page of the website. That's mattchristiansandmedia.com slash contact. There's a call-in show question form. Use that. That's the one and only place to get your questions in. For the call-in stream, we'll catch up with those at the end of the show. Anything else before we hop into the callers? Oh, my kid gave me a shiner. It's the first time this has happened. As in a like a, an eye injury? Yeah, you can only kind of see this like little uh, dot I, I here, guess if I really squint. You covered it up, I take it, or is it not that bad? Yeah, I'm wearing hella makeup. But yesterday, oh. she's like, rah, 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 and she throws her head back while I'm holding her like as hard as she can and like cracks me in the orbital bone. 
Well, she is your I'm, daughter. Every time I hear one of these stories, that is my response. She is your I know. daughter. She I'm is really blonde in junior. for it. I'm I'm really worried. I mean, it was an accident. She cried a lot. <laughs> we'll see how long the it's an accident excuse survives as she's just a baby. Your young daughter kinda. gets older. Well, yeah. for now, for now, but one day that excuse will expire, though, and I'll, uh, I'll be here to watch. Okay. And then I won't be far behind with similar yeah. disciplinary dilemmas of my own to solve. Hmm. All right. Friendly ABM is up first. Friendly, you there? Friendly. Oh, this is going, oh, oh, there we I, go. The, What's on your mind? Are you me? I am not. You're I'm, live. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, I've been trying for <laughs> weeks on end to get you guys in the one. And I'm sitting here with my wife getting ready to watch watch netflix and i'm like fuck it let me just <laughs> put my name on there just for shits and giggles and lo and behold the one lucky time i come up as number one and i am literally not ready <laughs> well yeah, lucky you though we're glad to have your call what's on your mind um nothing i'm i mean shit i'm way off base here um first of all <laughs> i have been nah this is crazy because i was not expecting this to figures the one time i'm not expecting it um, yeah, I'm about to go full geek mode here. I apologize in advance. I've just been a huge fan of yours, Matt, for the longest time. Oh, I appreciate um, it. Thank you. Like I've been following you since the, the when you did the Library of Cod Rage that that far back. Damn. So that and that's a lot of uh, well, it certainly doesn't look the same on my channel now as it did then. So I appreciate sticking around. No, through. No, uh, no, it definitely does not. But you know yeah. what? It's all it's all good, man. Um, uh, it's just I don't know where to start because. <laughs> I my lifestyle is definitely something I just wanted I just felt I need to share because believe okay. it or not I am a very conservative black male living in the city of New York mm -hmm. with a white wife mm -hmm. and a mixed child having to deal with all this vaccination shit. So when you say middle, you're saying New York City. Yep. So what what's life like as far as uh, if if I can I assume that you're unvaccinated when you when you say that or what's life like trying to navigate uh, the city? So my job, unfortunately, my job just played this fucking card where it's like, hey, get your vaccination or you can just lose your pay, your choice. Mm -hmm. So I'm forced to make that bullshit call. And as much as I know, Blonde is probably going to be on the end, other end talking about, you know, you can't do it. I'm actually trying to get the fuck out of here, you know, and move down to South Carolina, South Carolina. So uh, my hand is kind of, my hands are kind of tied here. Well, why? You're about to move. Because I, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. I'm close to it, but I still need to get, I still need to get my funds and I can't do that without a paycheck. You know what I mean? So unfortunately it is what it is. It is what it is. Now, I know what's coming next. However, with um, them, with the, uh, with they're about to say that you know my kindergarten child needs to be vaccinated. That's not going to fucking happen. Hmm. I'm not well, doing. I, I, you might I, have to. I, you I, might have to turn some tricks, thing. man. What it's, happened? You might have to turn some tricks to get out of this. <laughs> not, yeah, I'm definitely going to work that corner. Fucking <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> And just twerk the fuck do out they of that do pole. they check the corner yeah, totally. workers for their vaccination status? Bill De Blasio check them, yeah. or is that considered outdoor? So that's okay. <laughs> Isn't New York like the New York of the seventies now? Can't you just uh, go to Times Square and and hustle? 
You know what? I could go to Times Square, but there's so much thoughtiness down there that I would just <laughs> I kind of fade into into obscurity. So I just do my shit. So I just do my shit in my in my in my local hood. That's all. Well, um, well, thanks for the call, man. We'll we'll have to let you go. But before I do, can I ask you if are you still playing Call of Duty or those days behind you? Or did you ever? I just I assume you did. If you watched the channel way back when. I I gave up COD for the longest time. I nowadays I just play like. I just play like Overwatch or, or hmm. Duel Links or shit like that. That's probably for the best. Yeah. Um, Basically. Well, well, I appreciate the call and I appreciate the kind words and, and for tuning in for so long. Thank you, man. And good luck with uh, all your family moves. I'm just glad I finally had a chance to talk to you guys. Good, uh, keep, you know, keep up the good work, you too. Seriously. Appreciate it. Yeah, have a great night. Thank you. Bye-bye. You as well. All right. Cool. I, I was... Uh, we had such a... Well, black pills were the theme last week, you know, so yeah, yeah. I'm a, I always appreciate uh, a little a little optimism. We'll see if we can maintain black pills are the theme. It's the theme of everybody's life. Yeah, I, I know. And I'll reiterate, I can't say I blame people on uh, in that perspective because uh, it's never been more justified. But man, anyway, uh, Viking Jesus, you there? I'm here. Nice. How's it going, what's, guys? Uh, we're nah. doing well. What's on your mind? That bad, huh, Blonde? I don't know. I'm just just in a foul mood. It's like uh, the changing of the season always gets to me emotionally because I know that there's like six months of straight darkness coming my way. It gets dark here at like 4 p.m. in the winter. Yeah. 4 p.m. Yep. That is yeah, all. I was, uh, I, was just out, I was just out for a ride on the motorcycle and I had to, had to beat the, you know, had to beat the sun, uh, sunset. <laughs> Where are yeah. you going, Ron? So, um, Burns, Oregon. Oh, okay. that's right. Yeah, you, you're the so, guy who got the hell out of Portland. Well done. Yeah. So, to to brighten your mood, blonde, I've got probably the most polarizing question you've ever had on the show. Hmm. Okay. When you cook, do you use cast iron? I do. I love cooking with cast iron, although a cast iron pan does heat up unevenly, and so. Uh, you have to be really good about making sure that it is uh, the right temperature. I find the best way to do that is to heat it to a very high temperature for a few minutes and then just to bring it down. Yeah. So the, one of the reasons I brought that up is because uh, I've got my sister and I have this long running feud. About cast iron. The family skillet. The family skillet. The family skillet was uh, a wedding gift to my great great grandmother. Oh, I bet there's so much and iron when, in it. When my grandmother died, my sister got the skillet. Yeah. She, she doesn't cook. No. Well, why, did, <laughs> why did she take it? Uh, because my grandma uh, left it to her in her will. But With the hopes that she would become a real woman and start cooking? <laughs> Something. Now, the, the reason it is a good-natured uh, 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 feud is that uh, you know my brother-in-law uses uses it quite a bit uh, so wait wait your brother-in-law cooks and your sister doesn't cook what's what why why is she a uh, double double amputee weird. double amputee no hands. no hmm. no, she no excuse. Only, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> only possible <laughs> she works no she she works in yeah she works billing for um ohsu hmm. that's not a real job well you know 
<laughs> well, this is very disappointing. You should get the skillet and then beat her to death with it. I'm so mean. She didn't do anything to me. I don't. I don't know what my problem is. She might be a perfectly good housewife. Didn't she do something to society, though? You know, you're right. Nice. You're rubbing good off skag. on me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on your mind besides this uh, skillet um, situation? Well, so uh, recently I've been uh, uh, I've been reading uh, the uh, the Federalist Papers, mm. and I've I came across a couple of quotes. I'll just bring one of, of one of them up with you. It's from Federalist Three by John Jay. Okay. Because once when uh, because when once an efficient national government is established, the best men in the country will not only content to serve, but will also generally be appointed to managing. Hmm. Optimistic. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, but I, is is yeah, that have, is there any more context to that? Because usually, I mean, the founders generally had a skepticism of and an awareness of uh, ambition, and they knew how mm-hmm. to check ambition. So that yeah. that statement stripped of context seems like it runs a little contrary to that so i don't know the full context but uh yeah obviously i don't i don't think that's true given the lot of people in power in dc right now i certainly don't think i don't think we're sending our best to dc how about that (laughs) i was gonna say i don't think we've had competent leadership in my lifetime that's yeah that's I'll, i'll have to what's what's uh the fed three what is the general theme of it I don't recall. I don't know so, them all. Uh, Federalist three. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, they were. They were trying to convince the people to ratify the the uh, the Constitution as a uh, as a single union of states rather than uh, either thirteen separate uh, separate states or as three or four confederacies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he he was. They were trying to convince uh, the leadership that. Or they were trying to convince the people that the leadership under a single under a single union uh, would ha- you know would only the best would would rise to the top to uh, to lead the to lead a single yeah country you'll you'll get than, to live under the best um, of New York like Chuck Schumer you sign up it's going to be great <laughs> no I don't know I'd have to read it right. to, to give it full credit but did it, okay so that one at least in the way as presented maybe was a little optimistic. What uh, did you have one more you said? Uh, yes. Uh, and this one is federal federalist number 11 by Hamilton. And uh, let's see, the rights of neutrality will only be respected when they are defended by an adequate power and a nation despicable by its weakness forfeits even the privilege of being neutral. Hmm. That that even neutral rules require some kind of central arbiter, basically. That- yeah, and hmm. uh, the the concept here, uh, I believe, is is uh, a show of force, um, or not necessarily even a show of force, but being able um, to to a perceived threat. Being a perceived threat means you don't have to be actually be a threat. Okay. Uh, you don't actually have to use force if, if people think, you know, if people are afraid of uh, you, essentially. Well, yeah, I, uh, uh, on that theme, perceived strength is um, 
and at times more valuable than strength itself. If you can just convince someone that you're stronger, even if you're not, you can, you can achieve no. a lot of goals. Yeah. Or smart for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for the thoughts. Anything else before we let you go? No, that'll do it for tonight. All right. Well, Godspeed out there on the West coast. Yep. Thanks Thank guys. You. Have a good night. He's all. Okay. I thought this was sound and furry, but that would be incorrect. It is sound and fury. Very different. Yeah. Yeah. Sound- it's incredibly different. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I wouldn't want to make a false accusation against you. What's on your mind? Okay. So first of all, I'm a big fan of the show. It's my first time calling in. Um, well, thanks. I tried. Yeah. Last couple of weeks. And um, the specific issue I wanted to bring up is one near and dear to my heart. I am an English teacher in hmm. a detention facility. And, okay. Uh, what is a okay. detention facility? Okay, it's not quite a jail. Um, I get juvenile, um, you know, they're kids in detention, usually on trial for something, or the trial's over and they're awaiting sentencing, oh. or they're like awaiting a foster placement or a residential placement. So like mostly kind of child criminals? Yeah, it it, it ranges. Um, I can't get into too much detail for confidentiality reasons, but... Um, Dang it. I want to know the craziest murder stories. You know. I know. But I you're, uh, youth. I gather oh, you're getting at some, but <laughs> at the moment... Oh, damn I, you. Yeah. <laughs> I gather you're getting at something else, though. Yeah. Yeah, but suffice to say, um, I, I've had some I've had some wacky experiences in there. I was Not once bad. told I looked like Jesus, a Jehovah's Witness, and an atheist in the span of about five minutes. But have the murderer <laughs> kids ever tried to murder you? One? No, no. <laughs> okay, you know what? Okay. I cannot confirm or deny. All right, all right. <laughs> but um, okay. So what I wanted to talk about is something that's near and dear to my heart hmm. as a. St- as a perpetual student of the English language hmm. a few weeks back, blonde had mentioned being angry that people kept calling her on misusing the phrase, begging the question. Yes. See it? Yeah. You remember what I'm talking about? So I've, I've done it. Tra- I've done it myself many times to be fair. Yeah. Um, so for, so you already know what it means then. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, just for everyone watching I, for, for anyone who might not know, cause it, it is a really common misconception and I hate it. It's basically when instead of building an argument based on true premises, to use the simplest example, dogs bark, this animal is barking, therefore this animal must be a dog, right? Mm -hmm. That's the simplest form of it you can take. Begging the question is when one or both of those premises are either unproven or outright false. Okay. Or absent, right? Yeah, just it generally unproven, like it's it's arguable at best, but you can't claim that it is definitely true. Right. So like dogs howl, you know, maybe some dogs howl or dogs meow. Would that be I I never use the phrase begging the question because I I never feel like I understand it specifically enough to say it. And then I'll be one of those people that says it wrongly. So I just never I was I was wrong about what what I thought what I thought this was. I thought it was making a a claim without any without at least part of the premise being supported. So saying like, um, the sky is blue because, uh, blue is the sky or something like that. It begs the question, like, why is the sky blue? You're is this kind incorrect? of on, 
I'm on the right track. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair, this is a very confusing and circular concept. It's really weird. Um, There's actually a book I recommend. It's called The Illustrated Book of Bad Arguments that actually Hmm. does a really excellent job of explaining both it and many other logical fallacies. Hmm. Um, Is begging the question a logical fallacy? Yes. It's ah. it's basically you're you're essentially skipping a step in in Aristotelian logic. So one of the more popular examples of it in news media would be calling the January 6th riot the quote unquote deadly January 6th riot. Ah, right. Okay. They just start with that as their premise. So so you're begging the question like why why or how was it deadly? Exactly. Like, you're, ah. you're not even worrying about whether it's deadly. You're just starting off the assumption, no, this definitely is the reason people died. And therefore, we need to round up every Trump supporter in the country and force them to watch anti-fascist movies or whatever. All right. I 90 percent understand this concept now, so I appreciate that. Skag? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel Sorry. like I get it. I'm still not going to say it, though, but I feel yeah. like I get it. I'm not I'm not yeah. so confident. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many examples of it. There's like Fauci does it a lot when he's talking about um, masking, because like there is basically no data at all that masking works. Right. It's it seems to be totally ineffectual. At best, you might get like 30 percent effectiveness. It might block 30 percent of the droplets as he likes to say. Yeah. But like he'll just operate on the assumption like no, masking definitely works and therefore you all need to do it all the time. That's begging the question. Yeah. Okay. Um or like if you don't th- there's a there's actually a little bit of a mix in this one. Um trying to push this vaccine by A saying it is 100% totally safe and effective and B saying that if you don't get it, you'll definitely get COVID. That's uh, also yeah. begging the question. Yeah. That's okay. also um ah, what is it called? It's basically you're 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 assuming something is my way or the highway. It's it's taking a complex issue and trying to boil it down to uh binary. Right? Yeah. You might yeah. notice this is all the left ever does. They love to do this. It's it's the basis of every argument, every far left activist or politician or president ever does like you can go back decades and they do this like the idea for example that fdr's uh new deal definitely helped shorten the depression oh yeah, yeah. nobody can the prove I- that yeah the idea that um human beings are definitely causing mm-hmm. global climate change and that global and that global climate change excuse me will definitely end life in 12 years yeah yeah i uh i have uh did either of you see the the un's propaganda that they put out just today or yesterday Mm -mm. the un put out this like highly produced video of a jurassic park style velociraptor giving a speech at the un about our impending doom (laughs) and how if he could if he could have stopped his own extinction he would have so we better do it too by which he means cut bigger checks to the un that's how you save yourself who's falling for this you must be so stupid and, and honestly like it sounds lame and it is but the Velociraptor is pretty good. It must have cost them a lot of money to produce this. this a lot of like money, a lot of personnel, which probably needed to be driven and flown there in a yeah. lot of gas guzzling vehicles. Yeah, one would assume. 
But uh, all right. Well, thank you for the clarity. I appreciate it. And thanks for the call. Absolutely. And can I say one more thing real sure. quick before I go? Yeah. Um, I was talking with, uh, I forgot his screen name, Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. No, not Juggernaut. Maybe it was, no, it was Dangerous Faces. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't see a lot of advertising for this call-in show. Yeah. Um, I've been watching it for maybe six, seven months now, but I found it by accident. I just happened to be browsing on a Wednesday night and, and found yeah, it. We don't want to advertise this show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fly under the radar. No, uh, that's that's uh, I don't I wouldn't say that that's I'm sure some of it is Susan's antics. A lot of it is somewhat intentional, though, too. It, it, this show is a much more niche production and it's kind of just a much more informal come and hang out. Um, low effort right like well yeah being blunt this is the one thing that that i produce and that we produce where it is just sit down and go there's no yeah there's no prep and we're kind of i mean i I say in the intro we're at your mercy because we are and sometimes that's really great and there are a lot of really interesting thoughts sometimes it's a gd disaster sometimes it's a little it's a little odd so that's sort of the thinking is it's not you know, we we keep doing this show because we enjoy doing it, obviously. But for from a promotional standpoint, um, and from a channel like a channel feature standpoint, it's always been kind of like, well, what content should be front and center for a first time encounter? And this show, you know, just gets a little gets a little weird. But that's why we like it too. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to take shots at anybody. This show's just off the wall. Like you never know what you're gonna get. I never know what the next call is bringing. So that's why I'm a little more cautious with it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for talking with me. Appreciate you guys are it. Awesome. Thanks a lot. <laughs> bye. Have and, a good one. You know, this is this is a shout out to you weirdos out there who like the Wednesday show more than the Sunday show. They do exist. I, I'm I've no. been informed by a handful of them. I don't think they're ma- the majority, but there are a handful. So people can't nope. be trusted if they like the uh, no. Nope. Uh-uh. I understand why people do. It's like if you want the unpredictability and you want uh, like, you know, a lot of weird talk that comes up. If you're into that, Wednesday is your jam. But uh, all right. Anyway, um, next up, the man with the mythical voice, Batman. Good evening. Nah. <laughs> that one was okay. You dressed that one up. That was not you your did. authentic voice. Yeah, it was. You dramatized <laughs> it. It was good evening. That would have been dramatization. <laughs> All right. What's on your mind, dude? So normally I put together something of a script before I come here, which I completely neglected to do today. But the situation in Virginia has been interesting to me. The whole conversation, let's call it, between um, people who think that you should be able to raise your kids and people who think that the state should essentially be the parent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find this... I hesitate to use the word offensive nowadays because it's come to mean something so brittle and so um, leftist, I guess. Yeah. But it is truly offensive that there are legitimately people, particularly people in power like this Terry McAuliffe swinging dick who are just like, you you shouldn't have any control over who you know what um schools teach your children yeah what I, kind and of it, entitlement does that require i i'm shocked that he has not clarified like when he uttered that on the debate stage 
people say odd things sometimes or you say something inartfully uh, on the spot. But he has been asked several times and every time some media figure asks him to explain or clarify, he gets pissed off and deflects to some other unrelated issue. So I'm left to assume that he he legitimately means that. And he didn't clarify in the debate stage, obviously. And I think it's perfectly fine to say that it is offensive to <laughs> suggest that there's any arrangement other than parents having full control of the upbringing of their children. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the fact that these people have a station it means that, I mean, first of all, there will be people, there will be children that are effectively parented by the state. Yeah. Um, that is going to happen. And secondly, there are people who want this. Oh, right? of course. And yeah. I, I, I almost wonder if that's not even more offensive. How, how do you have a child and then think, yeah, you know, you know what, um, Biden's going to take care of him. Well, if you fundamentally I mean, believe that you exist to serve the state, why wouldn't you believe that your child exists child. to serve the state too? And a lot of these people I, do is, truly think about children in terms of community property. But oh, yeah. So, it takes a village. This, this seems so... Yeah. It really does take a village, know. I mean. I mean, I get that, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> Proceed, well, sorry. I think, it does, I think it does take a village, to be honest. I mean, you're not going to live a functional life if you do not speak to your neighbors. Yeah. Um, there, are, I guess there are two ways to interpret that. One is, like, good community bonds matter for the raising of children, which I agree. But right. but my community is also not the parent of my child. The other day, I'm the parent of my child, right. and I want a community of like minded people for sure. But that's my and that's my only that, beef. With it takes duty a as a thing. parent, and more than that, it's your duty as a parent. I'm sure you two are are both um, more aware of this now than ever to shape that child into somebody who you think is going to be of the greatest good both to themselves and to their uh, eventual partners and to society. Yeah you know, the, to the society that they want to create. I mean, if you have a, if you have a child and it winds up being a communist, then yeah. I, I can't think of a bigger stab to the gut. I, yeah, I, I can't, I, I can't I, raise I, my child terrible. to serve quote unquote community good or the state interest. I want my child to serve moral interest. And sometimes that is in direct opposition to what's popular at the time. Not just sometimes right now, I would say that, that, good moral character is actually far out of style at this point. It's, right. it's you're going to have to be someone to be of good moral character right now. You're going to have to go against the grain, not with the grain. Yep. So that, yeah, that's, somebody that, that's, tell that's sort to of Tom Morello. Uh, what did he, Oh, is that the, is that the rage against the machine guy? Yes. What did he do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he bitched um, out majorly. He, well, no, he, he didn't really bitch out. He's always been a bitch. Yeah, I mean he he's got it on his guitar. He has the uh, he has a symbol from the I think it was the Shining Path, like some kind of like Peruvian communist terrorist group, and it's been there for a long time. I only uh, know this because oh. I heard this from somebody else. I've never really followed the band. Oh yeah, but, I don't. But I know they're like they are communist. Uh, they're philosophically communist, basically. But I don't yeah, know about people. any alignment with like actual terrorism or anything like that. Well, I mean, if you're a communist, you're you can you can be relatively certain that um, death is on the agenda, wouldn't you say? <laughs> uh, no, it's just the unfortunate consequence of everyone doing it wrong, is what they would mm. say. Shut up, goddammit. it! <laughs> <laughs> 
they had noble goals in the killing fields and everywhere else, you know. Oh, totally. Yeah. This is done incorrectly. So say, yeah. so say they all. All right. Uh, any other. Uh, everybody who stands over the body of a child is going to have a justification. Yeah, they always do. Yeah. Uh, any any closing thoughts from you? Uh, no, no, I think I'm I think I'm spent. <laughs> All right. I, I think last time we talked to you, I said congrats on air. Did I not? If not, I'll say it you again. did. Con- yes. uh, congrats to you and your your lovely fiance. I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good and night. Thank you guys for what you do. Thank, you. thank, thank you. you for your contribution to every week's show. Yeah. Perhaps <laughs> we can figure out some future I, opportunity. I will say just before I leave, um, I've noticed that every time that sounder plays, Blonde gets a huge grin on her face, and it is extremely gratifying to me. All right. <laughs> it's a great sounder. A good... Thank you. <laughs> All right. Y'all have a good night. You as well. We're due for a break. Uh, the, the hoax hate sounder has always had a, a spot in my heart because it just came together the way that, that I wanted yeah. it. But man, when he sent me that the, the sound file of... Because I had in my head, like, okay, this is what I want the movie review segment to sound like. I had it in my head. And when he sent that to me, it's like, yes, exactly that. that it's so rare one. that you work with somebody else and you kind of have a, a vision or an idea of what you want it, their work to be in your head, whether they're doing artwork or whether they're doing whatever. But, but that was one case where he, you ask someone to do a little piece of work for you and it turns out exactly the way that you had it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. Uh, okay. Incompetent hands. Who wants a Charlie's Angels reboot with uh, singing Greta, dancing AOC, and everybody's cringe crunch crush Jen Psaki? Ugh. And in the role of Bosley, a gunslinging Alec Baldwin directed by Kevin Smith. That th- that sounds so terrible. That would be so terrible. Or uh, awesome. It, it, in this, in this uh, uh, hypothetical film, does Alec Baldwin kill AOC, Greta, and Jen Psaki? <laughs> With a single bullet. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess you've got a compelling script there. Uh, seriously, the odds are high. I got, I got to think that Alec Baldwin is going to have some hero's return. Uh, Rust probably won't get made, but he's probably going to come back in some role. And he's, it's it's going to be advertised as a hero's return to the screen, even though he well, killed a person. You know who tried to stop all this? Oh, that's the other thing we got to talk about on Sunday. Are we going to talk about it on Sunday? Oh, we have to. Oh, yeah. For everybody that's listening right now, a little preview. Nicolas Cage tried to stop this. He was he was out there fucking saving lives from (laughs) from Alec Baldwin. And and he he couldn't all all. It was all futile. If people didn't see if if my understanding of the report is correct, he was personally yelling at the prop girl, Hannah Gutierrez, on the on the set of his of her prior work, which was his movie. Yeah, he's like so much in fire, and <laughs> he did what he could. God damn it! And then he left to go find the Declaration of Independence or whatever he had to do. No, if if you don't listen to Nicolas Cage and take him seriously, then like, what are you doing with your life? Hmm. Black Magic uh, at Martin Van Nosen Nosenstrand cries out in pain as he times you out. J Fry Master Race is. Are you guys timing each other out because of caps? Still? Oh no. Well. Uh- Everyone knows the caps rule that yeah, I didn't make. I also don't give a shit about caps, but here we are. My understanding is the caps rule is enforced. Uh, I, I, I try to, I want to make sure or encourage my mods to be lenient beyond that. But that is the one bone that I throw them. No caps. If they want no caps, there will be no caps. 
you know how we were talking on Sunday, non sequitur, but we were talking on Sunday about Jen Psaki and like why everybody wants to bang her. I got so many emails about that, like, hmm. like five emails about that. And every single one of them said that she has hot tits. What? And that's why. Mm-hmm. I told you this is a right wing phenomenon. Okay, Jen Psaki nudes. All right, uh, let's see. No, you don't have to. I bet they're (laughs) sloppy, but like she's got like big tiggled bitties. What? She does. All right, carry on, and I'm gonna. gonna... If if we carry on, then I can't Google her boobs. Okay, uh, P. Daniel Todd, Matt Lauren Chen gave you a shout out in her recent Kyle Rittenhouse video. Cool. Well, that's cool to hear, and uh, we love Lauren Chen around here. I appreciate that, and 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 she is uh, having a little girl of her own. I don't know the due date, but yeah, she is pregnant. So congratulations to her and her husband. Oh, that kid's uh, going to be uh, so cute. All the best uh, for them. Just the right amount of Asian baby. That's what she's having. I don't see it, by the way. I I don't know. I don't see it either. Send your best Jen Psaki tea pics to my inbox. No, it's that (laughs) it's that she's short and she's mouthy. And so men want to punitively. Have have you seen? Okay, is that it? They have that like punishment uh, idea. I don't think anybody's talking about making tender love to Jen Psaki. Well, here's the thing. Have you seen the side by side comparison of her and Mark Zuckerberg? She's just Zuck in oh, a wig. I know. I know. So I don't get it. I, I'm sorry. I don't understand this. I don't, I don't. I'm not buying the boob thing. I can tell she has like giant fading pink areolas. Like I, I just. <laughs> I just know it. Just big sloppy tits. I yeah, I don't get it, man. I'm sorry. Uh, a lot. Can we please stop calling commies being commies from a fascist left? That only serves to validate their moral framework rather than using our own. And, and we shouldn't, uh, you know, we, we shouldn't be talking so much shit on fascism. I'm just saying. Uh, well, wait, is he saying we should say or shouldn't say fascist left? Stop calling commies being commies from a fascist left. Oh, I don't. I, I guess I haven't said that very. I mean, I'm not a friend of of fascism in any form, but I don't. I just call them commies. I just like the term commies. I think it's better. Mm. Uh, I don't think that's what he's saying. Hmm. Oh, sorry. Okay, Bill Biz. As a Monday in King County, Washington, proof of vax required for all bars, restaurants, gyms, etc. <sighs> News reports business down approximately 50%. The COVIDians just won't stop. That's fine. You guys want to destroy every American city? Go right ahead. I don't give a fuck. IDGAF. Don't care. That's how it's working out in New York, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys want to come and enjoy this city? You got to get vaccinated. Turns out half of people plus don't yeah. really care that much. I guess I'll go enjoy some other city somewhere else. See you, dude. That's how it works. Well, no, the, all cities are done. Toast. Mm-hmm. What city can you go to these days? I Austin, mean, so, probably. Yeah, I, I think that there are some middle America. It depends what you consider a city. Like, are the the major cities New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago? Those places are definitely done. Sort of your second 500, tier. Five hundred thousand, probably. Right. Is. And I don't mean quality. I mean like your lower population cities. Kind of your lower tier population wise cities are probably going to be moved to like Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, I was just thinking about this the other day. If you could fast forward 20, 30 years into the future, what will the urban centers of this country be? Because I don't think New York, L.A., Chicago are actually going to be leading. It's going to be some other places like maybe Salt Lake, maybe Boise. Maybe um, I don't think they're ever going to build up in the way that we've done historically, at least in the hmm. last century. Again, I think we're going to see a lot of I don't want to say like urban farming, but uh, people with like one acre parcels that are yeah doing what they can to homestead on it. And then it's yeah. just going to be like sprawl, major sprawl. Um, One more Cersei. 
Shirsi, Shirsi. If everyone moving out of blue states this year had all moved to New Mexico, it would be a red state now. We suck at recognizing our own power. That's Mm. true, and we can't. uh, We're not super great at uh, congregating. I don't know if the desert is for me, but for the promise of being left alone, I could endure just about any habitat. I think. Well, now so. that I'm done with that, Jen Saki boobs. Inconfident hand says no spoilers, but will Matt's costume require Ping Two's talents? If you two had to dress up as a character from one of the movies you've watched, what would you go as? Blonde as they live, and Matt as Pee Wee would have been pretty funny next year. I hadn't thought of that idea, but that would have been a possibility. It, my costume won't require, but it will take advantage of. To to say what I can without being as without. Sp- Boiling. I don't think that it's going to require her as much as the wound from last year did or the year prior. It was Macho Mam Tranny Savage in which I had excellent uh, makeup. You remember my eyeshadow right. that year? It was oh, really man. good. Um, it won't be quite that makeup heavy, but it's going to be there will be stylization that I'm excited for. Stylization It'll of a good. different It'll sort. Um, real quick, uh, over on DLive, uh, Silosopher, thank you. C2K, thank you. Uh, Darth Jones, appreciate you guys. Deb Stop, as always, not Dubstep, but Deb Stop, thank you. And Wild Saffron, appreciate it. And Tumbleweed, thank you. Uh, we got to get back into the calls, so we will come back to your chats at the top of the hour. Did you? Uh, um, I'll have to just circle back with you. Speaking of, did you find any good pictures? Yeah, I mean, most of them are just like fake porn pictures. And I think some of these are when she was pregnant. So it's hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, Ren Falco, are you there? Yeah. Good evening. Good Your evening. opinion on, uh, well, Jen Psaki, would you or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> she is gross. Um, okay. Just and question of the night. To be honest, I think if I didn't know her politics, then I probably could. But... Hmm that just colors everything about her. So no, thank you. <laughs> My opinion is that what, what's the consensus? of the evening? Just, I think uh, that she's objectively unattractive. Okay. Uh, I mean, big tits or not like that doesn't really matter to me. There's a constituency a of our chat that apparently loves her and thinks that Mark Zuckerberg with a rack is uh, right up their alley. They don't love her. They right. want to hate bang her. Okay, sorry. Hate Thank bang. you for clarifying. Well, okay, so here's the thing also. Um, Blonde, I've seen pictures of you. Uh, you are, I don't know, like a nine, uh, a ten. You're, you're up there. Ooh. Okay, oh, let's on, be man. real. I, I have like a real soft focus lens here. Um, <laughs> I'm like a solid seven, maybe approaching seven and a half. And like when I was no, 25... I've... No, no. Maybe in the what eight I'm, area. I've seen full body pictures of you. No, you like haven't. From the various, there was that group that you visited, and then they sent in their picture, and we saw you uh, holding the baby. Oh, there yeah. was one of those, right? Oh yeah, yeah. If you still thought I was hot in that with my giant postpartum ass, then something's up with you. I thought it was a pie ass. I thought that was the term. Or is that no? It's a it's a pie ass now, but gotcha. back then it was postpartum. Right. <laughs> Right. Okay. Very good. Well, uh, to get into my topic, I'll say um, that I want to make a general call for uh, unity, because as it appears to me, um, we're on the verge, on the right, of a resurgence, what with this whole 
Virginia school district nonsense, Loudoun County, sorry. Um, they're really shooting themselves in the foot and we have a chance to really come back strong, hmm. but we got to stay focused and we got to act as a unit on the right. Cause it seems to me that the left yeah. is really good at that acting as a unit either by their religious devotion to their ideology and their causes. You know, they won't call it that, but it is that. Or um, by silencing everybody in the middle or who's like a moderate left-winger out of fear. Um, They're really good at that. Not saying we should do that exactly, but I am saying that we need to stop so much of the of the infighting that we're doing, you know, we have like different camps, like the Jordan Peterson camp, the Daily Wire camp. The yeah, uh, I don't know, know. know. I disagree. I have as little in common with Jordan Peterson as I do with like somebody deep on the left. No, and I find him more of a, and, no, no. He, he'll I, leave I, you alone, though. That's the distinction. Yes, but don't you think that some of his philosophy is uh, dangerous? No, no. I could I share a country with Jordan Peterson, despite some maybe fringe disagreements we have a hundred percent. Could I share a country with a bunch of communists who want to control every aspect of my life? Zero percent chance. Uh, I mean, I could grant. I, I and I just don't think it's realistic to have perfect ideological alignment with everybody anyway. Uh, Right. I mean, I, I don't know. You, you do. T- the, the only pushback I would have for Red Falcor is there certainly have to be some boundaries. I I'm not a fan of allying with your enemy or allying with an enemy of your enemy just because he's supposedly right. your friend. But there's got to be some common principle. But I think uh, we need to rethink who we're allying with. Like I went to a, a freedom meetup or something like this a, a few weeks back, and I really hit it off with this girl covered in like Gaia tattoos. And she had like three inch long pit hair. And the only thing that we really had in common outside of being moms is that she was all over this COVID shit all over it. She's like, this is anti-freedom. This is bullshit. I just want to be left alone. Like right on. I don't care what kind of stupid hippie philosophies that chick has. Like if we can get together on the COVID thing, I'm with you. We should really start overlooking some no, other Jordan stuff. Peterson's, but armpit hair women are, are welcome. What is this? Jordan Pete, you know, I've got problems with Jordan Peterson. All right. Just... <laughs> Go on. Um, it, yeah. I mean, if it's, you know, if, if we have to divide down the line of totalitarians and anti-totalitarians, yeah. that's, that's a place to start. It would seem to me. Um, but we have to actually act on our beliefs. Um, and, uh, I, uh, I know that the, there's a real boog temptation on the right, but also uh, the ballot box has to be the first option every single time. Why? They've and, already proven to us that it's not going to be a legitimate means by which we can affect change. Why should we fucking bother? Why should we bother? I'm going I'm to keep voting so that I can I can use a system that's clearly broken to change the system. Why? What a waste of everybody's time. <laughs> the the the, the reason that you keep t- 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 doing it is because all the other options are worse yeah but sometimes That's you're why. driven to more uh you know to more intense options and i think sure. that with the, you know that, that this is this is kind of a, an inevitability at this point the stealing the election thing it's like well well now what do we do what do we do and Unifying she's talking right? about stealing the the 1972 election season which yes they, <laughs> which we all know happened Hmm. Right. Carry and on. and my argument is un- unless you're actually 
calling for armed resistance. You you ne- need something else besides. I'm going to go hide in my corner and hope that they leave me alone. Well, I, I think this is. Re- I, as I we hate know to, that won't work. I hate to cut this short because I, I do have to keep it moving. But yeah. um, the, the only thing I'll ask you before we let you go, when you say like take action, do these things, what are these things? What are the what are the things that we should be doing according to your view? Um, the the, the p- p- political actions uh, that the left does so well: outreach, uh, p- hmm. p- pitching based on culture rather than wallet. I think that's really important. Okay. And mm-hmm. vote, 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 vote. E- e- even if you think the last one was stolen or the last tw- 12 or the next 100 will be stolen. Yeah, maybe. But that doesn't mean that we give up on it. My I'm position. kind of in the I'm kind of the same perspective which is it can't hurt. Um I will continue yeah. to do it, but I don't necessarily view it as sufficient. But I, I'm not going to stop because it takes me two seconds to do and it can't hurt. But I, I yeah, I'm certainly and I don't I don't think this is what you're saying, but I certainly am not going to go to the ballot box and check the box and then wipe my hands and say, well, there's my civic duty. I'll be on my way because that's right. that's not going to do it. Right. Right. Very true. All right. Well, thank Thanks, you, guys. man. Appreciate the thoughts. Have a good night. And about Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Did you have more? Just give me two seconds. OK. OK. I don't think that he's truly a proponent of a full individual unadulterated freedom of speech. Uh, isn't the Faith Goldie thing a perfect example of that? It's like it's like he's willing to to talk about free speech and for to advocate free speech when it still falls within the confines of what he finds acceptable, which is basically just gender you stuff. And he's right about the gender son of stuff. A bitch. But he's dead wrong about racial identity. Dead wrong about it. And I don't think that he would give people the full breadth of the ability to say whatever they want in a meaningful way. So it's like, are we, are we really going to be proponents of freedom, true freedom to say what you believe? And I, I agree that the faith Goldie thing was a mistake. I also think that that's different than trying to silence faith Goldie to get her removed from every Avenue on which she could speak. If people aren't familiar, she was slated to speak on a panel with him or at an event with him. Right. And he got her kicked off the panel because right. she had associated with somebody from the Daily Stormer on somebody's so, podcast after Charlottesville. So that's I disagree with that move. And I agree that it's probably a violation of, of, of a perfect free speech principle that said, you know, he's entitled to his right of association. And he, it's not like he's chased Faith Goldie around the Internet to try to get her. That's banned true. Yeah. And people and, are saying he's against compelled speech. I understand that, too. But yeah. I'm talking about sharing a society with him let's let's even put him as a ruler of the society i mean well but here's where i'll push back because do you believe in free speech to the purest extent that you're talking about um, like anybody should be able to say whatever they want to include like all all racial slurs on any platform yeah well i don't i mean do do you believe that that everybody has a right to go to the town square in in court lane and i don't know advocate for we could be advocate for communist ideals yeah, fine. I, I can't but, I can't legally restrict that, obviously. Well, I just want and maybe you would. I'm not trying to gotcha. I just it, from my perspective or understanding or at least my experience, it seems like maybe there are. There are areas of speech that you might be as hostile to as he might be in the accusations that you're making hostile, yeah. perhaps. But um, would I build an entire persona on being an advocate of of free speech and then, and then behave in such a way because somebody's personal opinion 
violated my tenets regarding free free speech. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I genuinely don't believe I would do something like that. I think that's I fair. hope I would I, not do that. And I think I think if we could talk to him, I think he'd probably I, I think he'd be pretty honest about those things. That's my read of him. But if, if the question is, can we can I share a country with him? Yeah. Can I share a panel with him? He might not like that. No. Yeah. Can I share a country with him? Absolutely. Okay. All right. I'm I, I, I accept that. All right. We've we've reached agreement on Jordan Peterson. What a night. <laughs> I will eat vegetables, though, and I will continue to eat vegetables. Uh, the dietary no stuff's not for me. I agree. <laughs> but. Juggernaut, you there? Juggernaut. I got him lighting up, but I don't hear anything. Do you? Oh. oh, there we go. Hey. Oh, What's on your mind? A potato. Uh, uh, can you hear us all right? Uh, I can hear you. Okay, go for it. What's on your mind? Right. Uh, there's an update to a hoax hate, but I don't actually remember if you covered it. Which there one? Was a Dunkin we probably Donuts, did. Dunkin' Donuts employee in Tampa who like punched a 77-year-old because he <laughs> called him a racial slur. I did not hear this one. Oh. Really? It was May 11th of 2021. Yeah, I don't, this wow, one escapes we missed me. One? Oh, interesting. Well, there was an update to it. Uh, apparently, he's not. Well, I don't even know if it matters now because he didn't cover it. But yeah, I guess there's this this Dunkin' Donut employee who got in a fight with a 77 year old, and allegedly the 77 year old called him a racial slur, and, and the uh, Dunkin' Donuts employee punched him, killed him. Maybe he did to call him a racial slur after that video of that old lady calling those chicks the N word. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe it actually happened. Who knows? I, uh, I mean, okay. it falls under the thing. Like, if true, d- don't care. Like, once you get to seventy, can't you indiscriminately hurl racial insults at people without <laughs> repercussion? I mean, are, are we going to be cool to old people as a society, or what? I think so we let George H. W. Bush grab asses and he'll, until yeah. he died. Why can't someone totally. say the N word if they want? You hit ninety, you grab all the asses you want. You earn that. <laughs> Okay, what's the update in the story, though? What The what Dunkin' happened? Donuts employee is not going to do a plea deal. He's going to argue it out in court. I don't oh! know what for, though. So wait, the... Okay, so the accusation is old man customer said N-word to, I assume, black Dunkin' Donuts employee who then punched him and killed him. That's what happened? Killed him? Or punch, just punched him? Killed him. Killed him. Ooh. And the... Okay, and the employee, and this, none of this is disputed. That fact pattern is accepted? Yes. Okay, and he's going to argue what? That he Yikes. was provoked to do this? or That's the thing, I don't know. Okay. All the headlines don't, don't expand upon it. I guess mm. he's just going to argue he's innocent of like murder or something. And because slaughter. somebody calls you the N-word and you can murder them now? Uh, we're not just far off from that. Them. I don't know. Do you remember that case that the, it was like a fair in Maryland with some it was an older man maybe a year or two ago and uh, some youths of color. We'll call it that way. Got it. We'll call it that. <laughs> they got into an altercation with this older man and they they ended up sucker punching him and he died. Same potentially the same kind of story. Just popped him in the chin. He falls over, hits his head on the concrete. He dies. And the defense from these uh, from these youths was uh, he said the N word. Now, there was no documentation or proof. The punch itself was on video. There was no demonstration that the guy ever said the N-word, but we were supposed to believe that if he had said the N-word, somehow that justifies uh, his killing. Man. We're not far off from that. 
Yeah, you're right. Uh, here's the headline from May. Black man charged with manslaughter for fatally punching old man over racist slur. Corey Pujols is facing up to 30 years in prison for aggravated manslaughter of an elderly adult, a felony. Hmm. Pujol. <laughs> I forgot that was his name. Pujols, like Albert. But yeah, <laughs> I guess I never I never thought of how funny that name is. How not? <laughs> I guess uh, because it's spelled so weirdly, uh, weirdly. P-U-J-O-L-S. It's not like P-O-O-H-O-L-E-S. <laughs> it's, it's, but you say it phonetically, it's exactly the same. If you spelled Pujols phonetically, it would be P-O-O-H-O-L-E-S. Maybe it's Pujols. Uh-huh. That's not what Pujols. I would say if my last name were Pujols. I think pronounced it like Pujols. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. trying to get out of this. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for the story. This is one I had not heard at all about, so maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah. Have a great night. Mm-hmm. Oh, before the top of the hour, guess who's here? It's uh, Dell with another update on Maud and Company down North Carolina way. Dell, you can't be Batman. That role is taken. Yeah, I'm Batman now. No, no. I'm sorry, <laughs> Batman. It's the Joker. I'm the Joker. Then fine. I'll tell you a joke. What do you What do you call it when Batman skips church? I, I don't know. A Christian bail. <laughs> bailing on. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Who the hell is um, There's a new Batman now, isn't it? The guy from. Uh, it's the dude uh, yeah. from. Uh, what's that stupid teen romance crap? What am I thinking? The vampire teen romance show. Now, I'm, I don't I'm, know. What's the, oh, what's the dude? And it's not. Some, yeah. I, yeah, I that show. It. It's. Uh, yeah. What's the guy? What's the actor's Robert name? Because they're going to have. Yes. And then they're going to have. So he's going to be Batman, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. And then they're going to have Batman. a female Joker. Was that the thing they're going to do? I'm Batman and I, I, I glow in the dark or in the sunlight. Rather, I sparkle. I, I don't know. I hope that you have the Joker from that. Uh, the Joker movie, because that was a good joke. That was a good movie. I really enjoyed that one. I did, too. Did you see that? Uh, that was um, what's his face? Why can't I remember anybody's name right now? The guy Joaquin from Walk the Phoenix? Line. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Joaquin, Phoenix, yeah. Joaquin yeah. Pujols. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a good movie. What did you think of uh, what did you think of Jared Leto's Joker if you saw Suicide Squad? I, I wasn't I wasn't too thrilled with it. Um, hmm. That wasn't the Joker for me uh, at all. It was just. I don't know. I liked I that one, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm in a minority of people who liked that one. No, it's everyone's got a, everyone's got a favorite something. It's 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 it's, your, it's your basically what you like. It doesn't matter. I don't think. Uh, whether, well, Joaquin was I mean, close to Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger is the obvious number one. Not that I've seen them all, but from what I've seen, Heath Heath is the best. Uh, I think I, that, I think uh, Joaquin's doing a pretty good job, though. Was it better than Heath Ledger? You think? I, I some people say that one way or the other. I, I'm uh, I kind of like uh, Joaquin's portrayal because it's more realistic. Hmm. Then uh, I mean that that's why I like the Joker movie so much, and why I like the Batman series so much is because it's more steeped in realism than you know outlandish. When I when I see these movies where you had outlandish aliens coming down and all that, and no, no, that that's not Batman. That's not that stuff. It's like real crime, detectiveness, uh, police work type stuff. Yeah, that's what I like about Batman. It's more realistic, grounded, down to earth stuff. I've always enjoyed Batman's moral code, where he won't kill anyone, but he will kick their ass into the asshole. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Odd uh, moral structure he has, but it's not for me to decide. (laughs) Anyway, 
Yeah, uh, yeah we're getting a double wide ready for Halloween. Okay. And, um, you got a lot of trick or treaters. Going to be. We usually do. Yep. We like to have the trick or treaters come by and, and give them a scare every now and then. Like I said. <laughs> well, uh, who scares? They, they stop me. They scare well, Maude, scare or Maude scares them. No, remember I told you a couple of weeks ago we used to scare the trick or treaters, but then. You know, apparently it's still illegal if you're using blanks, right? So we got to think of something else this, this, this time. Don't hire Hannah at the double wide go, to. Uh, uh, that's a good idea. I know. Guns. Uh, I'll have to hire Nicholas Cage to come by. It's Nicholas yeah. Cage. Get away from the props. You might kill somebody. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty, yeah. I could use that for Sunday. I should save that I'm gonna sound. Be, but, uh, yeah. I'm going to do, I do, I do impressions. I like to do or Saturday right? uh, I, I, for drag. I'll do Dracula for a cow. I like to do Dracula for Halloween okay. or I'll do the, hello, it's me Dracula. And I do the Dracula vampire shtick where I tell jokes. Hey, I just flew in from Transylvania and boy, are my bat wings tired. Ah. <laughs> Stake oh, my time. wife, please. Ah, ah, ah. Wait, that what's the, stuff, <laughs> any. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't, I've, I, no, okay, you left me speechless with that one. I don't even know Thank what you. to say. All right, appreciate it. Uh, um, y'all talking about Jen Psaki there a second ago. I was like, doesn't oh, yeah. Jen Psaki sound like a? I was thinking that as you're talking about that, I thought that doesn't Jen Psaki sound like a porno name? Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki. <laughs> yeah, she's got a Psaki or Jen Psaki. Yeah, yeah, Jen Psaki debriefs Harry Reams and takes his podium in her latest film, Red Whore in the Press Corps. <laughs> Something like that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that one was thought Good. out. Nope, I just thought just that one was off the cuff. Pretty good. All yeah, right. I thought you set um, that one up. Uh, I did want to tell you something about the super chat uh, I did a couple couple weeks ago. Okay, uh, it was based on uh, something you guys were talking about. Where uh, Blonde said used cars are going through the roof, and I super chatted and asked if Maud was involved because it sounded like her driving. And you had an ask <laughs> after that that said, uh, "What kind of vehicle Maud drives?" Ah. Yeah. And that I should call in and tell you. Well, uh, I can tell you that it really depends on who's stupid enough to park near the double wide. Last ah, week, wait, okay. like last week it was a Toyota minivan. Uh-huh. Yeah, which, by the way, reminds me, I need to go down there and bail her out again. <laughs> All right. I was talking like a pirate day a few weeks ago. Did you see that? Uh, I did no. not. Oh, no, it's my favorite day. We talk like a... I can also do a... Or I also do a pirate accent as well. Arr, I tell pirate jokes, of course. What's That's a pirate's favorite letter? What's a pirate's favorite letter? Let me guess. What's a pirate's favorite place to get a tattoo? Arm. What's a pirate's Wait, favorite branch of the military? Oh, arm. Uh, the army. Yeah. No, the navy. What? Why does everyone <laughs> say army there? I don't understand that. Get out of here, Del. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. I'll all the best to you and then. your family. Don't. I don't know what your strategy is, but hide that candy from Maud to make sure the kids get some. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. I might have to do that. All right. Thank you. We need to have some for the kids. You know. All right. Thanks yeah. a lot. Y'all take care. All right. We are due for a break, and then we'll hop right back into the callers for the are last. Are we really? Calls. Yep. That happens so fast. Uh, it's because we we talked too much Jordan Peterson. We lost all our time. Over on, uh, I'll read a couple over on Tippy Stream here. Mike Dewine, shit eating grin, says reminder that Lucas Gerhard has spent over uh, spent over two years in house arrest with no trial because he sent a picture of an AR over Snapchat. And courts are fine with this. Please do not forget Lucas. Yeah, I, I know you've um, uh, th- yeah, uh, Mike Dewine. Uh, this this particular chatter has called in. And told us this story before. I'm not really familiar with the details of that case, but my understanding is he was a member of some kind of shooting club at his school. Mm-hmm. 
And he Snapchatted a picture of a rifle that he was going to take to the shooting club to his friend or something to that effect. And it was interpreted or forwarded to another classmate or somebody in the school who interpreted it as a a threat to the school. So he's been treated as a, a like a quasi school shooter. It's my understanding of this case. That is outrageous. Yeah. Uh, thanks for um, bringing awareness to it. Cause, cause that's one that's not well publicized for sure. Knuckle hunky buck. I said it correctly. Proud of myself with Saki. It's uh, it's her hair and her cans. Her face mm. is all right. What? No, no. Okay, Her face is all right, but aging. Uh, yeah, just like Mark, just like Mark Zuckerberg's. We're all aging. Also, she probably likes to get strangled and spit on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else is red? Uh, I'd let her suck me off if she swallowed. Okay. You, you lost me in the first part of that chat, but you really you won me over. And I'll remind everyone, this is the same guy who came up with the legendary when life gives you Don Lemon, make no give lemon AIDS uh, yep. super chat. That's what he had. 10 out so. of 10 super chat. Ooh, it's so cold up street. here. Well, that's refreshing um, from the summer. Real quick, Raggle Fraggle says that Jen Saki is fat, like five months pregnant fat and still has a butterface. No dice. Is nobody going to talk about the bullshit last episode of Squid Game? What a terrible ending for a mostly good series. I liked uh, it. I can't. I, 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 without saying that we're going to talk about it, I don't want to say spoilers for the audience. Maybe we can set aside a time to do this. But I think it's fair to say uh, that we can say I I'm, I agree with Ragel Fraggle 100 percent. The ending, pure trash. I'm really surprised that you like it and you know mm-hmm. why I hate it. And I know why you kind of liked it, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh without spoiling it, it, it seems to have gotten the Netflix treatment where Netflix can see that this is going to be hugely successful. So no, don't let it have closure. Give it some stupid loose ending to tie into season two. Which I know, of just make be... something one season. That's truly yeah. a courageous move. How about that? Yeah. Cause as a standalone, it is up there it's it tv fantastic. perfection it's up there yeah. with the best tv series ever made as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah but they uh they have to milk it so they're gonna try okay oh sorry uh go for um, it where am i uh understatement says blonde i'm a jogger and i find myself attracted to you recently and that means that i've gotten too fat everybody knows what that means. <laughs> um channel that disgust you feel right now to get to the gym and lose that weight it only gets worse also saki is indeed well in depth you know i've only gained five pounds that's it oh my god i'm five pounds above my pre-pregnancy weight Mm. i'm not super happy about it you can't just go on a diet when you're breastfeeding though it's the pie it's the pie so much pie i i I actually did not i did not notice i i would never have yeah uh, but you don't see my i'm not getting weight in my face or in my arms yeah it's 100 percent in my ass and like not in a good way either like i know some girls that are like oh i gained some weight in my ass it's like sticks out a little bit more. no it's not like that it's hmm. really really depressing you know after you have a baby everything's different it's terrible hmm. uh devin cole um can hollywood make a movie starring alec baldwin and justin trudeau snow ape from the north <laughs> see what you're saying there uh knuckle hunky buck I'll bet dollars to donuts that Duncan employees get uh, that Duncan employee gets off. Oh, 13 percent of jurors are responsible for 50 percent of acquittals. <laughs> so I hate Do you think that he's really going to get off. I don't think it's going to. Where gonna did work. this happen? I didn't look. Uh, let me look at it. Look he's in Florida. Yeah, let me. Uh... What does Ca- Pog mean? It was Tampa. 
Oh, yeah, that makes sense. What does what mean? Pog. We looked it up one time. P O G. Well, there. Pog. P A W G. Oh, uh, something white girl. Fat ass white girl. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. That must be live yeah. chat. <gasps> I was like Pog. Okay, we're good over here. All right, we will uh, get back to the calls. We'll come back to your chats at the uh, end of the show. Appreciate it. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. And Spo Cameron. Is that I, I assume that's a, a clever pun on Spokane. Spokane, you there? Matt, I need fifty thousand yeah. dollars, small bills, twenty-four hours, no questions asked, or they're gonna burn down my house. Oh okay. no. No, just kidding. Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> Good. <laughs> What's on your mind other than the dilemma? Uh no, 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 it's just a joke. I'm a comedian out of work. Got any, any spots for me? Um I've been trying to get on the show since I ran for governor. I might be, if not the fa- most famous, the most notorious guest you've ever had. Oh, really? Yes. And you're right, Matt. Spokane is for Spokane. Uh, uh-huh. I've got a, 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 my own podcast uh, called The Spokane Experience because I'm a leech off Joe Rogan. And I've got like one subscriber. But anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> We all start started somewhere. with one subscriber. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So last year, 2020, uh, when I ran for governor, uh, 36, I'm in Washington, if people don't know where Spokane, Washington is, uh, 36 people ran for governor because we're like, fuck this dude. Uh and uh, out of 36 candidates, all I can say is I didn't come in last. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. So I've been trying to get on your show f- since back then. And, and by the way, shout out to Dangerous Spaces. Your dude is awesome. That dude is, does a lot of work. I mean, he's awesome. Yeah, uh, we, we appreciate spent a lot of time together as I yeah. never did get on your show. <laughs> <laughs> so you've made it close, just not quite there is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, here's, here's some odd things, you know, uh, blonde. You know, I used to, he used to always piss me off about something and I wanted to get on just to say something mean. And this time I'm like, man, I, you know, you hadn't pissed me off in so long. I know. I, no I, I won you over, didn't I? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. No, no, you did up until you, you're a Jordan Peterson hater. And now um, I just say you're a fucking cunt. Blonde. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. All uh, of these it, things are, these things are true. I do hate Jordan Peterson and I am totally a cunt so I, I don't know what to say here <laughs> still uh you know I, I wouldn't turn you down i wouldn't kick you out of my bed and if you wanted to get married i'd probably have to say sure um you know so i'm yeah. married to like a rich tall yeah, handsome dude I know, right I know, I know just so everybody knows my husband's really hot really well, matt hot. Oh, is that is that i hadn't heard uh tell us more <laughs> so hot <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying dude so matt you're like yeah. one of the best single analysis guys in the he world, is. man, your yeah. your oh, breakdowns are 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 elite level. Uh, I really appreciate them, you know. Uh, but back in the day, I used to disagree with you quite. I kind of felt you're a little hypocritical sometimes when it came to talking about cops. You're, you know, you're you're mm-hmm. a beta, you're a cop lover. I understand. And the only time I ever really kind of got I don't know a little, you know, my I didn't like it a little bit is when you were talking about. Uh, Oh, what the hell? When that white cop shot that black kid who stole the cigars and uh, Ferguson, that's right. Uh, you know, back then, your take Michael on Ferguson. Brown. Go ahead. What? Mike Brown. Yeah, right. Mike Brown, that's it. Uh, you know, that was the only area in all of your analysis where I started going, ah, you're in, I don't know if you know what you're talking about there, kid. Uh, well, what was I wrong but, about? Well, I don't want to talk about that now because it's so old. And well, wait, 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 straight- wait, wait. See, if you're going to say I was wrong about it, you got to tell me it was wrong. What was the wrong well, statement? It, it wasn't that you were wrong. Okay. It was that okay. you were 
you were he- you were hedging the truth a little bit in the what, favor. What was your- the truth that was hedged? Okay, so the white cop uh-huh. was a lone wolf. He did have mean? a history of uh, not abiding by police policies, and that's relevant. How? Well, but you 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 kind of shined over those uh, those qualities that are pertinent to the case. I mean, how? Well, if you're going to run up on, on, on someone, right? If you're going to drive your car like a lone wolf, like you think you're Mel Gibson or oh, something. Oh, it's, it's how he drove his car. That's no, what no, created no, that no, encounter? Let me finish. Now, now, Matt. Carry on. I love you everywhere else. But if you're not, fa- there's a reason there's police policies. There's a reason they have a certain way of doing things, not only for the safety of the police, but for the safety of the community. And you shouldn't, you know, be threatened because of a misdemeanor doing some cigarettes. He, he, he punched the cop. He tried to take his gun. Was okay, it? So, so any, so here is what I'm saying. Because that cop broke police procedure. That's, that's why Michael Brown. That, okay. that, no, I'm just saying he shined over some things, you know, like, Hey, they're probably lying. Yes. I don't think, uh, I don't think uh, he had his hands up going, uh, no, no, he physically attacked the police officer. Yeah, you he are had a glossing over things. Blown off, yeah. So you think that there isn't that people shouldn't be granted uh, a bad day to yeah, attack when police I have a officers? Bad day, and try to I take yell at you gun? guys. I don't try serious? to grab a cop's gun. Yeah. What are you talking no, no, about? But you, you're not in a city that was being oppressed by its own government for <laughs> oh, years. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, my God. So if you're oppressed by your own government, you get to attack cops, punch them in the face, try old. to take their gun. So? It's illegal age. He wasn't nine. What does that have to do with okay, anything? So None what, of what this changed. You're not being realistic. No, you're not. You your are being case. totally dishonest. But for the uh, for accusation of gloss. Yes, How you're not. being dishonest? You're That's glossing over. He physically that, attacked a police officer, tried to take his gun, and paid with his life because he opinion. No, How am I being dishonest about giving you? And this this is oh, a joke. No. Like I'm not I'm not putting up with that. I think we're getting trolled. Yeah, that's that's just that's insanity. But um, that was so much more infuriating than him calling me a cunt, which actually didn't phase me as much as it probably should have. Uh, you glossed over the truth that there were police policies on uh, driving safety that were ignored that day. How does that change yeah. the fact that he attacked a police but he was officer? Eighteen, yeah, and he's having a t- bad day. Do you remember that chick By that way, murdered a whole bunch of people because she hated Mondays? That didn't you know, work for her. Do you know who investigated Ferguson? Not just the Ferguson Police Department, but the Federal Department of Justice. Right, right, and then a yeah. new prosecutor got elected to reinvestigate Ferguson on the premise that he was going to reinvestigate it. And then he couldn't find any reason to bring yeah. charges against Darren Wilson. What happened to Darren Wilson? He he lives a life in solitude now. Nobody even knows. He's just gone. Poor His life's been ruined. Yeah. No, Maybe I, not I, when we can rise again as I, I'm not going to take ac- cancel culture. I am not going to take accusations of dishonesty from people who don't confront the fundamental facts of the I issue. Know. I mean, that Watching was pure that insanity. Go down in real time was a truly horrifying. end. I was you, you get this look when you're you're enraged, when you're incensed, <laughs> yeah. your face gets really symmetrical. And then your your nostrils, they just shoot out to your ears. <laughs> And I could tell. I was like, "Oh no, well, <laughs> it's going to be a disaster." Here's the thing: like, it, it's to be it's fair to the caller response. It's totally fine to call in and, and say, "Hey, I think you missed this." But I, if you're going to accuse me of dishonesty or covering something up, you better bring it. You better explain mm-hmm. exactly what you think is being covered up. You better have your facts in order. The facts are plainly not in order there. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. 
He's probably just trolling us. He's like, what is going to make them the most upset? I'll call Blonde a cunt and yeah. I'll tell Matt Maybe Maybe dishonest. he was. Maybe that was a trolling bit. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Ski Doggy's up next. Ski Doggy there. Hello. Ski Doggy? Yep, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. What's on your mind? Oh, nothing much. I just uh, hadn't called you guys in a couple of years and noticed some great improvements. You got a producer working. That's great. Uh, we do have a call we screener. Yeah. 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 I know. I mean, you're getting up in the world. Yeah. We've, we've made yeah. a couple improvements. Yeah. Appreciate great, it. Great. Great. But I figured, uh, you know, everybody's been so black pilled lately. I figured they didn't need a little ray of sunshine once in a while. Cause let's be honest, things kind of suck right now and they're going to suck for quite a while, but it's not all doom gloom. The apocalypse is coming and all, everything's lost. I mean, the Rome's falling, the barbarians are at the gate, you know, things kind of suck, but that only matters to the people who live in Rome. The rest of us live in Constantinople and we're doing fine. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You, you have to find reasons for enjoyment and reasons for purpose. And if you neglect those things, it's, um, yeah. it's kind of, we all have a moral well, no, obligation to, to focus on those things and to, to, yeah, to pursue them. And if we give up yeah. on those, it's like you give up on your reason for life. And, and that's a path to well, it. Well, whether we have a civil war or a peaceful divorce, or I'm kind of hoping for the peaceful separation where we both live yeah. in the same house, but we go our separate ways. Wouldn't that be but, something? And while we're doing that, but we got, we got to start building. I mean, we really have got to stop, start building. And, you know, blonde, I know you don't believe in elections or you act like they don't matter, but they really matter at the local level. Yeah, I mean, I'm you with you there. The, I agree. Yeah. You got to be at the local level. You got to take over the school boards. You got to take over the city council. You got to take over the state house. You know, you got to start harping on your local senators for the uh, and representatives. Get the convention of states going. Uh, there's a lot of. I mean, this is a great. In many ways, it's a really great time to be alive. You know, we're living in historical times. People are going to be studying about this period hundreds of years in the future. And That's true, we're the ones yeah. who are going to be writing what happens. Well, you do wonder, oh, yeah, will be. I, you do wonder if you, yeah, if you look into the future a hundred years, who are the villains and the good guys of today? Yeah. And I know my opinion on that. Well, I, mean, I think there's a moral truth to that, not just my opinion, oh, yeah. but how will it be presented in the books? Well, we're going to win. I mean, look, I mean, look, you got to remember our enemies are really stupid. I mean, they really are. And yeah. we're dealing with the fourth, we're dealing with fourth generation communists. I mean, they're, uh, they're, I don't think they're as stupid the the as we, as no, we they're think stupid. they are. No, they're stupid. I no. think that they're cunning and evil and they have no, no moral was, scruples. No, that was the first generation ones. They were cunning and evil. And this, then the second generation ones were kind of eh, a little bit, you know, third generations. Now we just got the people who are stupid, who believe everything they say is going to happen. Some people, but we have to understand and be, be conscious of the fact that they have displayed a high degree of maneuverability during all of this COVID stuff. Um, and they did manage to take control of the government basically at all levels, except for local. And, and how does one do that? It's not through stupidity. It was through a, by a the, lack it was of more by the second and third generations ones. We're at the tail end of the long march. They've mm -hmm. been marching through this stuff since the fifties. That don't might be true. Sudden, no, you don't all of a sudden say, Hey, we're going to take over everything. We're going to take over the culture. We're going to take over education. We're going to take over the media. We're going to take over politics. You don't do that overnight. That's a 40 year March. Yeah. You know, the problem is, is the smart ones started the March. The stupid ones are left at the end. So that's why they're making so many incredible errors right now. I mean, you're just watching these things. I mean, look, you know, it's almost like watching a, uh, 
a flow chart where it comes down and, you know, Biden's sitting there in the White House and he comes down to the, he comes down to the fork and it says, make worst possible decision now. And he makes that decision and then goes down a little further and says, make worst possible decision now. And he makes that decision. So you, you think that you attribute that to stupidity or you attribute that I, to a plan? I attribute that to 100% to stupidity. Okay. You know, because there's a point where, uh, you know, it, we, we all love to think about the evil guy twirling the mustache in his lair at the bottom of the volcano and James Bond coming in and shooting him at the very last second. But that doesn't really happen because people that smart are going to sit there and say, damn, there's a lot easier ways to take over. Lot, you know, I'd rather make the money and do all this other stuff than, than control everything. Now we're dealing with stupid people. But the good news is they're stupid. So we're going to eventually win in the end, you know. We're building the new, we're building we're building kind of a new world. The red states, when you really think about it, are uh, kind of in many ways a modern day uh, modern day Constantinople, a modern day Byzantine Empire. So what if the provinces of old Rome fall? Who cares? They go into their dark ages. We visit them occasionally, you know, maybe do some tours. Tourism will probably be really big, you know, we can go through the ruins of California. And for the rest of us, we'll be sitting fat and happy. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. It's, I, it's, uh, I know we talked about this a little bit, but yeah, I, I have yeah. an optimism for like 10, 20 years down the line. It's like the next 10 oh, yeah. that I'm really worried about. Oh, the next 10 are going to suck. There's, yeah. there's no getting around. The next 10 are going to suck. But, you know, it's only going to last for 10, maybe 15 years on the outside. Hmm. That's the longest it can hold together. And yeah. we're really set up so much better than anybody else in the world right now. Because the U.S. is the turbine that powers the world economically. And we're right now, we've caught, and the old saying is that when the United States catches the, gets a cough, the rest of the world gets pneumonia. Well, we're running a high fever right now, and the rest of the world is going to be on life support really yeah, soon. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. It's uh, we're eating yeah. first and we're eating last. You know, we'll, we yep. we eat the first of what we produce, and if we can't produce a lot, we're still we're, we're uh, the last people oh, yeah. who are still going to have food in such a, a, a situation of scarcity. So exactly, and, and if you're not starving, you got a chance. Even if all the fancy tech of the world gets kind of yeah. compromised, if you're not exactly. starving, you can build stuff. Yeah, so. if you've got. If you've got food, if you've got shelter, if you've got clothing, and you can keep going, you can ride this storm out. But the only thing I'm going to tell everybody right now is like, if you're in the, if you are in the red, in the blue states, if you're in the blue cities like New York or whatever, get out now. If oh, you yeah. have, if you have to do what my great great grandfather did when he left Czechoslovakia. He got on a boat. He left his wife and his kids behind saying, as soon as I get to America and as soon as I get established, I'm going to send for you. And he did as soon as possible. You know, people are going to have to start looking at stuff. It's like, look, if I'm stuck here, I might have to leave the family, go to a new city, get a one bedroom apartment, get a job, get everything stabilized and bring everybody down. And you can do that in a couple of months. I mean, yeah. right now, there are so many places where I live. We were in a labor shortage before the pandemic happened. And we're suffering a really bad labor shortage now. If you've got any sort of skills whatsoever, you can come, you can go to Omaha, you can go to Des Moines, you can go to the Quad City areas, you can yeah. go uh, anywhere and you can find work and you can find reasonable housing and mm -hmm. you can find, and you can build, you can build a life for yourself, but you, it, the longer you stay in these cities, the harder it's going to be to get out of them. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, always appreciate the optimism. Thank you for that. And oh, uh, no problem. Appreciate and your call. Probably give me a call in another two years. 
(laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we'll speak in the meantime, but yes, formally on the stream. um, Yeah. We will, we'll catch you in two years time. All right. Talk to you later guys. Thank you, man. Yeah. Bye. All right. Uh, We do have time for a couple more. And of course, dangerous spaces gets last word on the calls because it is the last stream of the month or the last call in stream at least. So let's get through a couple here. Drift rock. You there? Yes, I am. What's on your um, mind? Well, uh, I, I mean, normally what's uh, on my mind when I listen to you guys is I, I want to uh, get onto blonde because of all the black pills. Cause ah. uh, it, it, to, to me, uh, that's, that's normally just an excuse for, for not doing anything, you know, you know, what's the use it's all lost, uh, all the lost cause and so forth. But, but now that I can actually talk to you, uh, now I, I've got a black pill story. Ah, <laughs> look at that. The, the, this is how it usually goes with blonde. That lady's saying crazy things and, and I disagree yep. with her, da, da, da. Yep. but I, but actually she's kind of got a point. That's, yeah. that's usually how it goes. Yeah. You think I well, want to be well, right about this? <laughs> well, I, 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 I still, I, I still think that you should uh, vote and so forth. But, uh, but anyway, I, I'll tell you my, my, my tale of woe here. Hmm. Um, I, I've, I've got some good friends. Um, uh, you know, back when disco was a thing, uh, I was a, a, a skinny little boy who was best man at their wedding, and they're, they're, they're grandparents now, and you know, uh, you know. Uh, you know, aside from some interesting uh, lifestyle choices, they're good family people and so forth. But they lean pretty far left, and in keeping with that, uh, they they moved out to suburban um, Portland. And uh, so, um, you know, their 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 world is pretty much burning down around them. You know, their house got burglarized. Uh, uh, a, a couple weeks ago, and their uh, daughter's an EMT, and she's warned them to never go downtown now because of all the shootings and all this sort of stuff. And yet, they won't they won't give up <laughs> on a lot of the nonsense that they they talk. Um, you know, uh, 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 she she was complaining about uh, all the homeless, and I mentioned the fact that well, you know your state passed this law uh decriminalizing um you know heroin and uh um uh you know he chimed in with well it's only small amounts and and it's like well, well it still makes your state a junkie magnet hmm. yeah and it's like uh, uh um you know don't you see this and 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 that the, the, the lawlessness that was tolerated downtown uh is what's leading to all this crime and so forth and he says well no you know the police are just mad because they won't give them more enough money for paramilitary toys and all this sort of stuff and then when when pressed on what's really going on here the answer was it's because of covid what and and, the homelessness uh, well, no, no, all the, the, the all the the the, uh, the crime and the murders and so forth. Oh, in Portland specifically. Yeah, yeah, hmm. and 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 the, and the thing is, these are very very intelligent people. I mean, these are they these, though? Oh, yeah, they are. Well, well, see, uh, in truth, I think that's part of the problem is because um, uh, people who have a, just sort of a natural, uh, or a high IQ, just a, a high native intelligence, 
they can they can um, survive being stupid a lot more. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Dun- the Dunning Kruger effect. They also are more. Yeah. If, they're probably of like yeah. slightly higher than average intelligence. They're not. They don't have genius level IQs. They're probably like one hundred five, uh, one ten. These people are uh, not well, geniuses. <laughs> well, they're they're not geniuses. Um, um, I don't I don't know how many of us can claim to be geniuses, but they are very smart. But but it's all oriented towards trying to rationalize this this completely irrational worldview they have. And yeah. and uh, it, well, it's, 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 it's a there's shame. always a pre-conclusion. It's like the, the, the central right. the central progressive tenets are unfalsifiable. So it can't be that those are false. There's got to be some other right explanation out there. And, and and the truth is, uh, you know, uh, since I'm their their age as well, you know, if you've thought a particular way, you know, for uh, you know several decades, it's you're going to be a bit more reluctant to give up on on you know some of your cherished prejudices. Yeah. But but my point is just that you know if 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 they can maintain this delusion, in you know, in suburban Portland, you know, what, what, what is the hope to, yeah. to, to make anyone else see reality? It's just, uh, yeah. it, it's just uh, really. So Blonde was right. It. Stop voting and build a compound. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you have to, you have to keep pushing on all fronts. Yeah. If, if, if you abandon one front for the sake of another, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're just going to lose. Hmm. I and, disagree. And, I think we have to focus our efforts. Well, you know, okay, I, you're going to, you, you, I apologize, you dr- drug it out of me, but. Well, we, we do have to round this I, up, but we'll I, give you a I, quick I, last I word here. That's your, I, I think that's your vaginal privilege talk. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think it's yeah. all well, well and good to say burn it all down if you're not the one who's going to have to build it back. Mm. And, yeah. And, and, Although you guys and, do and, know that the hardest job in the world is being a mother. I'm just joking. It's really not. My job's well, super easy. Whether it's difficult or not, it's certainly necessary. And um, it can't be dismissed for that reason. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, thanks for taking the call. And, and uh, uh, I'll, I'll be in touch. Um, I, I'm I'm uh, Esoterica Unbound on, on the other platform. Oh, well, th- oh, thank you. Hey. for uh, Thanks for your support for the show as well. Yeah. Appreciate your chats. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye. Speaking of uh, the the female work of pregnancy and motherhood and all that, I mentioned how I have uh, voluntarily surrendered a little bit of masculinity and embraced kind of the uh, the chest rig to carry the baby around the house when, when I'm on daddy duty and I got certain things to do. And, Worth you it. know, I don't wear it out in public, but for around the house, it is pretty useful in that it frees up my hands and I can get stuff done. And it doesn't yeah. really matter how I look. But I did rile up the wife just a little bit the other day with a text to the family with a picture of me wearing this stupid thing that said, uh, you know, I've basically like I know what it's like to be pregnant now. Uh, seriously, it's not it's not that bad. I don't know what you guys are bitching about because I walked around the house for like an hour with this kid strapped. Yeah, to, it's uh, exactly the same. Um, it wasn't that bad. I didn't even get a sore back and I got work oh, done. So I don't know what you guys are bitching about. I did it murder you <laughs> okay we we uh definitely will have to move quickly here <laughs> this <laughs> i can't say this name even um mr <laughs> mr knee grow are, are you there hello what's on your oh, mind oh 
you don't sound never mind <laughs> uh well i wanted to talk about how my uh, country is descending into a totalitarian nightmare this country being it's one of the shithole countries uh which one is that there are many to choose from uh yeah. australia oh uh, okay. okay we thought maybe you were a kiwi I our apologies no. So uh, in my state, um, the government is introducing legislation that will essentially make the um, emergency powers under the pandemic permanent. So surprise, it will have surprise. the power to um, suspend elections indefinitely <laughs> and imprison people indefinitely without trial. And what was the other thing? There'll, you'll be at, there's, there'll be there'll be a ninety thousand dollar or two year jail sentence for say not wearing a mask. What? Two years in jail for not masking? Or ninety thousand dollars? Oh my $90, god! Ninety thousand dollar fine. What state is this? Which Australian? State? This is Victoria. Uh, that and oh, forgive god. my total ignorance on Australian geography. Is that uh, is that Sydney? Or which which is what's the major no, city Melbourne. in Victoria? Melbourne. Melbourne. Sorry, I can. Uh, Queensland is Sydney, right? Did I get that? Or am uh, I butchering Queensland everything? Queensland is Brisbane. Oh, what, okay, yeah. I don't know anything you about Australia. Sydney. Suck. Let's see. Uh, New, Atlanta uh, is in New North South Carolina, Wales. right? This is what it sounds like to an Aussie listener. I'm sorry. I'm doing my best. Are you though? That's okay. <laughs> All right, carry on. Okay, so they they basically want to erase what we would call constitutional rights in this country. Because of, are they, is it was coronavirus their premise or just any emergency they Same declare? Well, they, it, would, it would give the, the premier, our state leader, the power to declare a pandemic whenever he sees fit and he'll just be able to implement any of those policies. Mm -hmm. And okay, so they're doing this. Uh, how are they doing? Are they passing a law to do this or what's the process? Yeah, it's going, it's, it's being put through parliament. And your members of parliament are actually in favor of this. They think this is good. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't know what my member of parliament. Well, I just mean generally, actually, like but, most but of the members of this, of this, uh, I assume the state's parliament is what you're referencing. Yeah. Yeah. So look at it. It, it seems it, it might go through. It's got a pretty good chance of going through. Wow. Okay. Uh, are there, is there a big protest effort against this or are people just kind of, do they just accept this? Um, there's been a little, a few protests, but not, uh, I don't think most people are really paying attention. Man, that's a, that's a, it's a bummer. It's like, we were yeah. just talking about the yeah. Australian spirit the other day. And of course, as I just demonstrated, my knowledge of real Australia, pretty much nothing. But I have this image in my head of like Crocodile Dundee and Steve Irwin and everybody like else. Rugged individualism times infinity. And it just seems like that's been that's been surrendered or maybe that never existed. Maybe my perception of Australia. Was, well, then again, I thought the United States was all about rugged individualism, too. And clearly we're not either. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. I, I just... If this goes through, I don't, I don't see any other option for me to get out, really. Will they let you leave? Is that on the table? Can you go to a different uh, state at least? Well, I'd have to. Well, you could do that, but I don't know if they're really much, much better in the <sighs> in the long term. Man. And if I want to leave the country, I have to be vaccinated. 
They don't let you leave unless you take the shot. That's outrageous. Well, at the moment, you're not allowed to leave at all. You can't leave Australia? Like, if you wanted to go on vacation or something, that's not even possible? No, you have to get permission from the government to leave. Holy cow. That's some... When they take away your ability to leave, that's uh, that's some really... Some really totalitarian stuff. Hmm. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you could try the the refugees, or they swim in from like India, right? Have you thought about rafting to India from the north coast? You could try that one. No, what, bad to idea get to, to get to India. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joking. Don't some people haven't Spit there been on. people like haven't people like rafted to Australia, refugees and stuff? Or am I am I way off? Is that not yeah, a thing? Yeah, from 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 Indonesia usually. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, raft to Indonesia. Try that one. Uh, I don't really want to go to Indonesia <laughs> either. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, man, I'm I'm bummed to hear it, but thank you for thank you for letting us know about it. I haven't heard much about this. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Yeah. Godspeed, man. Man, that's crazy. Uh, dangerous spaces. Much- We're running super yeah. behind. Yeah. Let's get him in here. Uh, dangerous space is you there hey sorry I'll just mute you guys well um, we just yeah, heard I, that uh, Victoria is going to hell uh, yeah so, my state's not my, my state's not as bad and by the way you ignorant bastard with I know, you know, all, the, all these cities and all seriously come on man I um, know I wanted I said, to chastise him but I, I didn't know the answer to any of the questions he asked yeah so. see Fair enough. I, I put anyway, myself out anyway. there I tried yeah yeah before we get off topic uh, Matt just quickly happy birthday to your mum for this Monday Oh, that's that's right. And it's your birthday as well, right? Yeah. That That's why you remember. That's why nice. you remember my mom's birthday. Thank you. Happy so, birthday. Oh, thank you. I'm a little bit disappointed because I would have been listening to the show on my birthday, but you moved it back because of Halloween. So, Well, you can still listen on your birthday, but you might want to well, check out the costumes beforehand. Well, I tend to listen live, so yeah. Ah, um, anyway. Um, has anyone talked about the there was the insane woman from the Biden administration, which I know doesn't narrow it down much? Yeah. Who Jen was saying? Who was saying? No, not this one. In this uh, particular time, who was saying that they are looking at taxing unrealized capital gains? Janet Yellen was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is is she the old white haired? She's the yeah. Treasury Secretary now. Yeah, and she used to be the head of the, um, oh, my God, the Federal Reserve. (laughs) What is that thing that does the money? (laughs) God, my brain. But I guess the thing I wanted to generally talk about is is no wonder the country's going to hell. These people are like economically illiterate morons. And I don't know much, but I know that you don't have money if your assets gain in value. That's, That's not how it works. Yeah, I don't even understand how but, they expect that to work in practical terms. It's like first, it's it's immoral to to tax an unrealized gain anyway. That's you haven't. The whole point is you haven't sold it. You haven't made those gains. They're in theory they don't actually exist. But as a practical matter, how would you do it? Let's say your yeah. stock portfolio raises a hundred thousand dollars, or your house raises a hundred thousand dollars in value. If you want to do a wealth tax or something like that, just because the value of your house goes up, let's say it's in a very hot market, doesn't mean that you have a pile of money in one of the rooms that, or, or any liquid asset you can just hand over. You're only nominally wealthy. Yeah. It's like, what do I do? Do I chop off a room of my house and give it to the IRS Uh, or do I rent it on Airbnb and give them the money? How am I supposed to liquidate this asset? And why should I be compelled to liquidate this this asset? 
this is the thing I just look at and go, no wonder you guys are having such massive amounts of inflation. These people don't understand how, like, money is not wealth, people. It's not yeah. that difficult. Those are two um, different they, things. They understand. Janet Yellen understands. She was like in the Clinton administration. She knows what's up. Well, it was the it was the same thing with um I can't rem I can never remember what her name is, but she's the Indian um representative, kind of slightly odd looking. I don't mean to be rude, but she's kind of weird looking. She's Priya the like something. the off like the not quite squad member. It's like J. It starts with a J. This lady that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what's the one. her name. But she, so she Pramila Jayapal. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, yeah. <laughs> she, she said it, but she said a similar thing where she was like, um, uh, who was it? Elon Musk. That's who it was. He goes, he made $63 million over what period? And it's like, he didn't make anything. His assets went up in value. He right. doesn't have that money. What is wrong with you people? Sorry, I know. I, like I know. Every, I feel like every month because I kind of have to build it up over a few weeks until <laughs> I get my next chance that i come and i just yell at you guys i yeah, do, yeah. do apologize for that you're yelling for all of us but I, do, I just look at these people and go this is not how any of this work a wealth tax is ridiculous because they don't have the money that's not how it works well it's it, i like, think it's just i think people like to hear it because they just think again oh it doesn't affect me it affects that rich guy over there so who cares as though it's any more moral to steal from that rich guy over there anyway. But that's the philosophy that a lot of people operate with. Oh, you know, it, it, it's, it doesn't affect me or things I like. So who cares? When I was looking at the Walgreens story, um, when I was, as I was looking at this Chase Aboudin stuff, I saw top comments all over reports of Walgreens leaving San Francisco of people saying, well, good riddance, they're shitty stores. I hate them. As though that justifies the theft or excuses the theft being committed against Walgreens or in and out in various counties in San Francisco. Oh, trash burgers, trash burgers. Anyway, as though that justifies the forcible shutdown of these restaurants, these people. Yeah. We have so many of these people where it's like, if I don't like it, then they're not deserving of basic moral treatment. Well, yeah. but they also say things like, you know, the Walgreens, they, they have a moral duty to stay within their community. It's like that. It, it's really frustrating because I used to sell electronics. I used to, I was at a, it's kind of a place similar to like a radio shack there in America where yeah. we do TVs and stuff like that. On a good day, maybe 4,000, 5,000 we would sell. And that's not even profit. That's just total, total sales. If people can steal $950 worth of stuff and not get prosecuted, all they need is half a dozen shoplifters and they've wiped out their daily takings. At, you know, and that was TVs and stuff. I'm not even talking about, you know, just selling aspirin and, you know, medicine yeah. and stuff. How much are they really going to make? Like, like you idiots, this isn't going to work. You can't have people being able to steal. We kind of got onto a different topic here, yeah, but yeah. whatever. Um, you can't have people steal stuff and still expect the business to work. That's not, that's not gonna, how it's going to happen. No, it'll so. be totally fine as long as they steal only from businesses that I don't personally <laughs> like. It'll yeah. all work yeah. out. Anyway, but, yeah, but I, suppose, I suppose that's an extension of people not understanding economics. I'm just looking and going, like, I've not studied or anything, so I'm not, I'm not great. But I understand that if you steal from a business, it cuts into profits. And if they have no profits, they have no ability to keep going because they can't feed back into the business. If yeah. you, you know, tax people with money they don't have. That Oh, that was the thing I saw. I saw a tweet, something along the lines of, um, Elon Musk having a whole heap of money affects the common man. It's like, 
if you tax stuff that he does money that he doesn't have, he has to sell. Uh, he has to sell a whole load of stock that will crash the market. Who will that affect? That'll affect the common man. You people are morons. Yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> that one can dream. One can hope. Yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate uh, the call and appreciate uh, your help each and every week. And happy birthday. Yeah, no worries. yeah thanks for that. Yeah. Have a great, great so day down under. And I apologize <laughs> for everything I've done to the Aussie world. Oh, no, I'm highly offended. See you. Anyway, I'll talk to you guys in a few weeks. So. Bye. All right. Uh, thank you to the callers tonight. I appreciate it. And uh, we will catch up with email questions. A reminder, if you'd like to send us an email question, the one and only place you can do that is on the contact page of the website. That's mattchristiansonmedia.com slash contact. Look for the call-in show question form. That's where we take questions for the stream, and we'll do that right now. In the interest of time, we do have about a dozen or so of them. So let's try the one answer each rule, even though I am sure. always the one who violates that. And I cut a whole bunch of questions that were just fucking too long. They were just too long. Uh, you reserve so, the right to exercise that. And uh, I did not respond to those people and say that their questions were too long. So if I didn't uh, read your question, why don't you just uh, take a hint and then send it to me and make it shorter? We do. As I put in the form, we do appreciate being as brief as possible because we do have to read them as well. And that, that takes time. So thank you guys for aiming to be brief. Appreciate it. A Aaron. Is that the name? That's I'll go with that. Or Aaron. When do you think, uh, when do you two think that we will escalate to a tr- to true warlike levels of physical violence, or do you believe we can avert the conflict through peaceful means? I actually, I don't think that violence or war in the traditional or old way is very likely. As in, like we form lines and shoot each other with guns or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that doesn't seem like the way. I it's, think it's, it's going to be like online warfares yeah like digital sabotage and and really messing with supply lines and and really messing with ability to do business that's kind of the way i see it and of course when you mess with somebody enough then physical violence does is kind of a natural consequence of that and again i'm forecasting how things would play out not endorsing susan or anybody else but it's like if you mess with people's ability to deliver goods, if you blow up roads or bridges or railways or something, or you sever their uh, digital connections to get those sorts of transactions done, ultimately you have to go find those people, bring them to justice and stop them from doing the sort of sabotage that they're doing. So I don't know that that, that um, you would avoid physical violence at all because, of course, it's kind of a consequence in that way. But I don't think it's going to start with physical violence. I think it's going to start with sabotage. I agree with that. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to see this descent through various uh, levels of violence. And some of them are not going to be super familiar to us. It's going to be like, like new age guerrilla warfare. Uh, you know, like how you can organize a flash mob. I think that people are going to be doing all sorts of weird stuff online. Uh, and I think you're right. It's going to be a lot of, um, you know, uh, kind of like fraudulent internet activity and attacks mm. like that. Maybe Kyle Rittenhouse gets convicted of murder and there's a counter riot to make up for the last riot. There'll probably be some of that. Well, don't you think? <laughs> no, I mean, well, you have to think that no matter what happens at that trial, there's going to be destructive activity because if he's yeah. convicted of, on multiple counts of murder, the levels of rage that we referenced previously they will go from now hold on a minute to kill dozer. That's that's yeah. where that will go. 
right, and, it, from, and of course, if oh, he's sorry. acquitted, you'll get Kenosha too. Probably yeah. times five. Yeah, yeah. Um, Putin says you like malt vinegar on your fries like a Brit, don't you? You soggy fry liking <laughs> weirdo. Uh, I do. I, I like malt vinegar on a limp, thick steak fry. I don't know mm. what to tell you. I had the limpest fries yesterday and they were so good. Okay. This is where I draw the line. Now we can't share a country. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. I've never know, tried vinegar you... on fries, mm. but I do like vinegar, vinegar and I do like fries. Well, it is malt vinegar. I guess. I mean, that's the stuff you get with fish and chips and things. Mm. But is it drastically different than other forms of vinegar? I guess I don't eat it very much. It's a little maltier. Okay. I mean, generally, I like vinegar, so I could see it being good, but it can't be soggy. That wasn't a real question. Okay, Dingo Darling. Do you think the Australian lockdowns or reparations come up for the kangaroo incarceration of Cardinal Pell? I don't know anything about this team. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the reference, unfortunately. I will have to punt on this. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't you give you an some informed... I can give I... a little bit of info, but for me to opine on the, the case, I just don't know enough about Let's it. Let's read the next this one. This is... Um, oh, so, oh, God. See, I don't even know what state Sydney is in. So, of course, I'm not going to know that George Pell is an Australian cardinal of the Catholic Church. And he... Well, you, you read the next one and I'll get you more. Okay, wait, wait. He he uh, is accused or convicted of, of child, uh, some sort of child sexual abuse. Mm. No, wait. This uh, sounds vaguely on. familiar. Hold on. I'm going to get this right. You d- read another question. Let me get this right. Um. Okay. Uh, Crescentstein says, I work in private security. I have a graveyard, graveyard patrol route through two cities and a few dozen businesses in Northern Cali on a nightly basis. Most of my job is preventing car break-ins and fighting hobo. Ugh. What can be done to combat homelessness? What would you do if you became governor of California? You know, I made two videos about this. You should check them out on my channel. Just keyword search homeless and they'll come up. Um, what would I do? Um, let's see. Well, I, I first would start committing people involuntarily uh, into insane asylums. That was the worst thing Reagan did. Uh, just mm. terrible. Like, why, why would you do this? Because I talk about homeless person type A and homeless person type B. And the type A is just a millennial that d- this wants to smoke weed and do heroin and not get a job. And they don't really have any serious mental health issues hobo by choice is what you call it which i thought was a good description yeah Yeah. definitely and i think that you can separate them there's a kind of a clear delineating line and then and then the person that's you know you know staring at the sun and speaking in tongues and it's clearly off the rock or talking to nobody and stuff there's a little bit of overlap between those two groups but uh, a lot of these people just need to be you know incarcerated in mental institutions that would take well, care of a lot of people. Hobo by choice. I mean, they don't, they're not deserving of any sort of subsidized assistance as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned. Like, we can't subsidize that lifestyle. Right. People yeah, who have no control over their lives um, or at least no ability to take care of themselves. I mean, that gets into really dicey territory because I don't like the idea of involuntary commitment. I think that's ripe for abuse. That yeah. said, there are people who are in a mental state completely incapable of caring for themselves. And you could certainly make the argument that it's immoral not to care for them in that context. Yeah. Where's the line between someone who's just kind of a little kooky versus someone who's genuinely out of their mind insane? Man, that's a, that's a question above my pay grade psychologically, but Oh yeah. But I I agree with your distinction and my my answer would be hobos by choice get basically nothing. Hobos who are out of their mind and insane, I'm not opposed to some sort of structure to help these people. Yeah. Even though I'm uncomfortable with the kind of involuntary 
commitment aspect of that. I just don't see a better way. I don't see a great principled way out of that problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be difficult. Um, you want to take the next one? Yeah, or are uh, you going to talk about Cardinal Pell? Oh, so as far as I can tell, he's only accused of child sex abuse, oh, okay. not convicted. I just want to be clear about that. But I don't know anything more about him than that. So I'll have to leave that question. Thank you for it. I'm sorry we didn't have a conclusive answer. I don't even know how to read this name. Um, Von Krasenstein. I'll go with that. I work private security. I have a graveyard patrol route through two cities. I just read that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Did I copy paste twice? Oh, no. This is about homelessness. You're right. Sorry. Okay. Let me get rid of that one. Teddy's up next says, why should the accelerationist or collapsitarian position not embrace or proliferate, though not necessarily partake in the trans agenda? Oh, I think that we totally should. That's why I'm always talking about having more uh, trans women in female sports, mostly for the laws, but also because of the collapsitarian perspective. Uh, I'm the wrong person to ask because I, I don't know. I don't consider myself a collapsitarian and I'm certainly not. A, not a, I think I think the trans agenda stuff is hugely destructive, uh, even if it even if it helps you build something better on the other side. I mean, I don't know. It's like, how, how are you going to expand all of this trans agenda stuff and then have it right. go away later. Mm-hmm. I just don't see a way. Yep. Uh, Michael Schlecht, I believe I know your ta- what your take will be on the matter, but when you suggest that employees organize and speak out to employers in regards to BS mask mandates, do you think there's a fundamental difference between what you're suggesting and forming a union? Um mm, no, I think that, that fundamentally that it's it's basically the same concept. I don't think that people shouldn't be allowed to unionize. Yeah, I I, I don't think it's a really a different concept in any way. And if you want to form a union, I have absolutely no problem with uh, forming unions or unions in general in the private sector context. Those are just the only okay unions run into problems in a couple of different ways. Even private sector unions can be very, very coercive on their membership. Yeah. And if, if it's not truly free association among the workers, that's a problem. But when workers are freely organizing to bargain against their employer in the private setting, don't have a problem with that. That's a private agreement that they all reach. And in that setting, the employer and the and the workers, they're they're mutually necessary or they're necessary to each other. The workers can't really screw over the boss because they'll be destroying their jobs the boss can't really screw over the workers because he'll be destroying his company. So they need each other to survive and they can't actually just wreck the other one to get everything they want in the public sector. You're just talking about a corrupt arrangement between usually Democrats and public sector unions where Democrats pass laws to give public sector unions, all kinds of high wages, high benefits and all sorts of goodies, except they don't bear the financial responsibility for it. So it's a corrupt Democrat labor union arrangement against the taxpayer. It's totally different. It's a, as far as they're concerned, it's a limitless purse in that arrangement. So that that, I don't want uh, collective bargaining against the taxpayer. That's not necessarily what Michael's talking about. He's talking about like, if you work at a grocery store and you think the mask mandate is a bunch of crap, would it be wrong for all of you to walk out in solidarity against the mask mandate? I would say absolutely not. In fact, I'd be in favor of it and I don't see any moral problem with, right. with doing that. Uh, you want to read the next one? Yes. Sistine chapel 69 says, Hey guys, listening to last week's call and show and hearing all these black pillar, black pilled callers has 
made me ask this if everything is so bad why not suck on a nine millimeter barrel and pull the trigger Jeez. if not why not try to make life better around you what are your thoughts on this depressing trend of people being blackpilled um have a great night guys well i think in the in the most extreme sense what you're what you're saying is true that if you truly thought that the walls were closing in to that degree that you had no hope in your life maybe you would have some thoughts like that I don't know that being blackpilled necessarily means you have no hope um, or, or am I wrong in that? Is blackpilled like the absolute state of suicidality or is there a distinction no, between those? I think you can be a blackpilled Christian. I mean, and, and as a Christian, you have to reject suicide because it it uh, endangers your immortal soul. Hmm. So I think that you can think that things on Earth are super fucked and we're not going to be able to bail ourselves out of the situation in any meaningful way. And we just have to keep the faith and do the best we can. And that's a black pilled attitude while realizing that suicide is not the answer. Also in the event that we can turn things around, like, I don't think it's an impossibility. Nothing is impossible. I think it's very unlikely, but, um, I just want to know that I did everything that I could, you know, yeah, and even that implies that you have some hope in something, whether it's earthly or not. And I I'm think still maybe, having kids, aren't I? Yeah, and I think maybe that's to the to the uh, emailer's question. To the extent that you have hope or believe in something enough to stick around here, do we have a moral obligation to focus on that? And might things be better if we did? And and I agree generally. Am I optimistic for the next five to ten years? No, I am not. Yeah. I think bad yeah. times are ahead. That said. Am I so pessimistic that I think I should quit everything I'm doing and and turn my back on my wife and kid and turn my back on what I've been able to build through this channel? Of course not. So there's got to be something I believe in, something that gets me up out of the bed every morning. And I'm, I'm, I'm with the emailer here. I think it's best to focus on those things, even if they're less common today than they might have been five years ago. You still got to have those reasons to keep you going. So uh, Charlie's up next. Um, you often say that if I don't like the state, then at least I can leave. But why don't you just say, if I don't like a country, I'll leave your attitude makes it seem like you don't value family history and putting down roots. Um, I think Americans are uniquely rootless in that we've all grown up with this, uh, European ancestry amalgamation. And we were made to believe it doesn't matter because we're all European mutts. So we're highly disconnected from ancestral influences and we've taken on Americanism as a uh, deeper ethnic identity, which it is not. Um, So when we talk about moving in between states, but not leaving the country, uh, it is in part because we are somewhat listless, like more than other people in other countries. And we don't really value ancestry in the same way. I think there's truth to that. And I would say in your question here, the phrasing I think is really key. When you say, if you don't like the state, at least I can leave. Yeah. And, and that's, Exactly it. At least not at best. I can leave at least it is a last resort. Mm -hmm. It's when everything else is total crap that I can't even live here. It's not something I hope for. I I want my state to be great and I want my community to be great. And I want to feel like I have one big family around me and I'll try to fight for that as much as I can. But the whole point is, if that betrays you, if you become surrounded by a bunch of degenerates, you have to have that at least option. So, yeah, uh, make true. no mistake. That, I'm not saying it's 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 a it's awesome. It's just it's a last resort that must be maintained. 
I agree. And then the last thing for me, uh, one answer, both. I'm like four answers for this. Okay. Uh, if I could make a meaningful connection with my ancestral homeland and return to Scotland or England, I would do that, but they are so fucking paused over there that it's like, why should I even bother? At least I can own a gun here. Um, Mm. so I'm stuck between two worlds. I, I I can't, I can't just leave America. I can never get sit. I'm not Somali. I can't just walk into one of these countries and be like, Oh, I live here now. Uh, (laughs) I would never be granted citizenship or even right of return. So, you know, there's, there's nothing I can do here. I don't know. I think you'll be putting on that burqa quicker than you realize you'll be assimilated right quick. Yeah. Oh, then I could get hella fat and it'd be fine. <laughs> Overman says, Matt, if someone was walking towards you with a syringe full of that one thing and they and you tell them to stop, you make it clear that they see that you see this as a threat and they won't stop. Would it be justified to defend yourself with that other thing tucked in your belt, like fully defend yourself and eliminate the threat completely? Well, sort of an odd situation, but uh, what you are talking about is fundamentally an assault. Yeah. And I. In this situation, I assume I don't actually know what's in the weapon that he has, or has he told me? Let's say you know. He said, this is the syringe with the thing. J and J, yeah. In that situation, of course, I'm going to, (laughs) and I guess in this hypothetical, he has me cornered, right? Like, I can't just go away. Right. I have to actually, as a matter of principle, I think if someone is physically attacking you, you have the right to defend yourself. It, it doesn't matter to you don't have to evaluate what weapon they're using if they're cornering you and they're presenting hostility to you. And if I assume this is over a span of time, because in this hypothetical, I've said not cool. I view this as a threat. Stop what you're doing. And this person keeps advancing on me in my personal philosophy of self-defense. As absurd as that situation is, I would not have a problem with someone exercising their right to self-defense. Um, I don't think that's likely. But you could, uh, I don't know. But yeah, as a matter of pure principle, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Am I am I wrong? No. I think okay. you're correct. It was a question for you, but but yeah, I think that yeah. you can defend yourself in any way you see fit in that situation. This is from Jason. I recently started dating a girl less than, fewer than two months ago. Fewer than Uh, She leans to the left, but holds several conservative values and is too afraid to label herself as more right-leaning due to family and friend backlash. Is it a lost cause to compete against her family and friends, or should I subtly try to red pill her since the foundational values are somewhat there? I showed her the Peterson-Kathy Newman interview already. Um, I think that her age is a really important factor here, and I think that your dating market and how much you're going to compromise and how much you want to get married and have children is also a really important factor here. I can't answer this without knowing if like you're a marriageable man or if this is literally the best you're ever, you're ever going to do, or if she's, you know, maybe kind of dumb and you could, you could work with her mushy brain a little bit. That'd be great. Uh, and kind of young. That'd be good too. You're kind of in that spot too, where you, okay, you're, you're a new couple. You've been in, this has been going on a couple months. So you you're getting a sense of what you're what you're thinking about this relationship. Is this something that you view as serious or is something lacking? And I'm gonna assume for the purposes of this discussion that you see something here, that you view this as a potential future wife, or th- this is the direction that you're heading. And if so, it sounds to me like what this girl is saying to you is that she is looking for security. I don't think that she's afraid of the ideas that you're presenting necessarily, uh, at least by your description. What she's afraid of is being uh, ha- having friends or family turn their backs on her. And 
in today's context, I can certainly understand why that's scary. So uh, if, if my experience is um, relevant at all, if you're making a big ask of a woman, you've got to provide the security on the other end. So for example, my ask for my wife was, I want you to move across the country, leave everything you have, and let's build a life together. And in exchange. My, yeah. And in exchange, my what I provided was security. You can count on me. I will do what I say I'm going to do, and we're going to build a home. We're going to, we're going to have the best life that we can possibly have. She made massive sacrifices and put herself in a comparable danger air quotes, danger, not physical, but you know, something risky because she knew that she could count on something on the other side. Now, yeah. This, the spot that you're in right now is a little bit tough because you know, two months, this is kind of a new relationship. Maybe you don't want to make gestures that big just yet, but maybe you, you sit on this for a month or two and you kind of really get a good assessment of the relationship. And the second that you're sure the second that you know that you want to marry this girl and that you see a future with her, you've got to lay this all on the table and you've got to say, I, I understand that this might come at odds with your family and I'm not looking to pick fights with your family, but I want you to understand and to know that the life that we build together when we do, um, I will give you complete and total security against any threat to that, whether it's my family, your family, or anybody in the outside world. That's yep. your obligation in this relationship. Agreed. So give her that and she'll probably follow you a lot of places. Blondes dismembered toe. What is the best way to red pill normies? Are we still fucking trying to red pill normies at this point? If you're a normie at this point, you're worthless to me. What am I? <laughs> Join am I the club. To? You know the list of worthless people to blonde is awfully long. We got to talk about the worthwhile people. That's the short list. Um. Well, we've had. I'll be short because we've had this conversation or kind of had this discussion many times, but. I'll talk about what red pilled me as a normie and I fully acknowledge that I'm a normie in many ways presently. I'm not saying I'm not, but back when I was more normie and back when I was a, you know, a good Democrat voter, say uh, eight years ago, something like that. The people who changed my mind on any number of issues assumed good intentions from me and they asked questions. They just, Oh, you believe this. Why? What, what makes you believe that? What makes you think this? And because I knew they weren't trying to get me, they were actually trying to understand my worldview. I would answer. And then they and then they would just continue asking why. Okay, you said you you held this principle, you believe this, but that doesn't necessarily jive with what you believe here. So, for example, with me, I've always been a free speech absolutist. I don't think just because someone says something elsewhere or makes a threat, you shut down speech for everybody. When people applied that to me with guns, I realized, well, okay, so why do I? In the context of guns, suddenly I think if one person abuses a firearm that I, that we should take away firearms from everybody when I used to believe in common sense gun control. Why? And mm -hmm. I couldn't justify that in my head. It's like, well, if I don't believe in removing speech rights, why do I believe in response to one crazy person? Why do I believe in removing gun rights in response to one crazy person? That doesn't make a lot of sense. People who got those gears spinning in my head assumed good intentions and just asked Socratic method questions. Why? Until I realized I didn't have arguments that that could beat them. I didn't have my perspective was not as well reasoned as theirs. And I had to adopt theirs because mine was lacking. And that right. led me to a clearer mind on any uh, whole host of issues. So if you want to if you want to convince people and I'm not saying that some aren't deserving of just absolute mockery, we do plenty of it on our show. Some are. But if you really want to convince someone, you've got to do it with sort of that good faith. Hey, why do you think what you think kind of approach? Just explain to me your ideas. Blonde shaking her head. And I know for 
a, a group of society, it's worthless. The, like the purists, it is worthless. But there's a lot of people that are available. And when you have Who? those covers. Who's available? This COVID thing, it's like, if I could reach unavailable people, I'd be so jazzed. But I just feel like everybody's chosen their side and it's wartime. Trust me, a huge amount of our audience is in sort of a similar boat that I just described where, yeah, I used to think all these things until somebody kind of gently and nicely showed me another side of the issue. And I realized I didn't have an argument against it. So I know, I know they're not as common as they used to be, but uh, they are out there. We can use it was them. so easy to red pill people in 2016. It's like feminism wrecked, yeah. you know, I, I miss those days. Yeah. Um, Tiger, one major flaw in our current system of government is the lack of accountability for public officials, both elected and appointed. How would you go about codifying a system to ensure that public officials pay a price mm. for abusing their office? And how would it be enforced? Can I answer this? Honestly, <laughs> gently, Susan. Well, I, I do think that there was um, there was a let me get my thoughts together. Why don't you go first? Well, I don't know that I have a lot of clear thoughts about this one, but there's no doubt that the premise is true, that we have a rampant abuse and we have fundamentally an elite class of politicians and other people in power who, frankly, have no fear of accountability. And that's a problem. So how do you I mean, what system do we use to recreate that accountability? Because the oath to the Constitution and, and what they swear to uphold it, that has to mean something. It's just routinely trampled all over all over everything. Um, or it, that is trampled over by these people who who have no respect for it. As far as, I mean, I don't, other than getting serious about prosecuting things like the T word treason or, or uh, well, what do you do? I mean, how do you, well, there, there is a, I mean, there is a reason that treason was punishable by death. And we used to do executions in public uh, because it, it is the most single influential uh, visual imagery that one can consume. I mean, look at how how Muslims use public ex executions to influence Western ethos. Uh, it's it's a it, there's a psychological element to this. They didn't just do this in in public because they could or because they wanted to or on a whim. Um, I think that there would be uh, a great benefit to resurrecting and enforcing punishable by death treason punishable by death and doing public executions i think that we should return to that as a society how do you ensure uh, the one thing that that makes me very nervous about that is treason as a political crime of course which it has a constitutional definition specifically so it's not a, right. a political weapon but how do you ensure due process and make sure that it's not just a pitchfork mob event well how do we ensure due process in any of our uh, judicial proceedings it's like who who makes the accusation? Who brings the charges? Who does? Few all charges who, have a specific constitutional definition. I think that only treason that, does. On, only treason does, right? Yeah. So I think that we have more information about what it's supposed to be hmm. through the lens of the founders than um, any other charge. In that way, it would be harder to screw up and harder to adulterate. Let's moderate a little bit and let's do just lukewarm tar and feather. You know, like that kills people. No. Not just gentle bath, tar and feather, just a little public. How about this uh, head in the stock thing and tomatoes? Right? No, I, I mean, we need, we need public executions by firing squad in 4K. Well, I guess the, the other serious pushback, I, I do agree that that treason in its purest form is a crime 
potentially justifiably punishable by death. I'm not disputing course, that, but there's all sorts it. of abuses that are are so casual that I don't know are punishable by death. Let's say just people I don't know, flippantly uh, just disregarding. Well, I don't know. Like what's, what's a more gentle crime that politicians commit routinely that isn't necessarily a punishable by death crime or are they all mm, fraud? Yeah. Or maybe like, uh, there's all kinds of accusations again. I'm using her only as a hypothetical, not that I'm advocating this. It's just a situation I'm aware of, full disclosure. Like Nancy Pelosi is alleged to have used her position in Congress to make all sorts of financial gains. Gallows. Fine. You were right. You were onto something. Uh, in the gallows, tomatoes for all. Public Wait, shaming gallo- is- Gallows are hanging, right? Or is that also tomato thing? I thought the gallows were the ones for you. Oh, I thought ga- gallows is hanging, right? Oh, I'm, I'm probably wrong about this. Yeah, gallows. Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, gallows is. What am uh, I thinking of? Um, head the, in hole with. It's like the arms. stock. It's it's headstock thing. A pillory. Uh, what? Yeah, the chat's got to help us out. What is the thing where your hands and your face are in those? How the many wood people are yelling? And they throw tomatoes at you. It's a pillory. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, uh, everybody's yelling at their screen right now. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. It's a pillory, yeah, a wooden you framework idiots. of holes for the head and hands, which That's an offender. That's what I googled. <laughs> Yeah, Rotten Head tomatoes. and hands and holes. Rotten tomatoes while you're in the pillory. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. Uh, I hate myself. Okay. James and Jennifer in Indianapolis. Jimmy's made a lot of progress in the last year. This past Sunday, we heard a ruckus in the morning that we thought might be someone trying to break in. He jumped out of bed, grabbed his gun, and was out of the room all in about 10 seconds. Ended up being a false alarm, but I was impressed considering where he was a year ago. However, he still won't carry at all times. He does when he's with me or the kids but only carries a knife otherwise he still thinks of guns as evil and would rather die than defend himself by evil means suggestions on changing his mind i'm not going to withhold sex blonde um <laughs> uh, i mean that's pretty good does it really matter if he thinks it's evil if he's willing to defend you in the middle of the night when he thinks he's getting broken in. Who, who gives a shit if he thinks it's evil? Well, I, I am glad that he uh, it sounds like he's got a more robust attitude about protecting you and the kids. Um, and frankly, I think that's if you had to compromise somewhere, you compromise in defending yourself over defense of wife and kids. That said, though, you know, it's like if, if I'm if I'm out running some errands without my wife and kid and I get attacked or taken out by some crazy person that is damaging to my wife and kids. That's true. So self-defense in that situation is, is in effect defensive family anyway. Um, how do you convince him? I don't know. I mean, maybe you just carry, it sounds like the trajectory is in the right direction. So maybe you just, it's the same for me. You remember, uh, you remember, um, what was it? Probably three years ago when I was first getting into carrying and we had to have this conversation many times. Cause I, like many people who are new to carrying very uncomfortable with carrying one in the chamber. Yeah. Now it's like, all right, one in the chamber, no safety, pointed straight at your nut. That's the way a man carries. All right. <laughs> Anything else is is for, you know, it's for a coward. Pussies. Yeah. So I think just the natural trajectory of, of the of the comfort and the yeah. and comfort's probably the wrong word. Proficiency. All right. Like my ability to carry in a way that I think is more capable now than I did then is because I have a I have a developed proficiency and knowledge of the firearm. And the reason I'm carrying that firearm is because I have a confidence in it. If I Mm -hmm. didn't, I wouldn't carry it. So yeah, he'll probably develop that same sort of thing over time. I would, I would probably just let the trajectory happen. And yeah, if he's made progress over the last year, it stands to reason he'll also progress over the, the upcoming year. 
Okay, this is the name of um, Elon Musk's son. Oh, yeah. I they don't even know how to read Axe it. or something A-12. like that. Yeah, A12. The left constantly tries to engineer, uh, to engineer what kind of words are used in common speech. For example, with trans issues or insisting on calling illegal immigrants undocumented, etc. It's 1984, yes. Um, if you can make any change to the terminology people commonly use. Ooh, we've had this question before. I love it. Uh, in everyday speech, what would it be? For example, I would want to normalize the term anti-white, which is what I would have said, so that uh, which is anti-white can be spoken about frankly rather than with the silly euphemism such as woke. Hmm. Thanks. Um, maybe instead of saying trans, you would have to say chicks with dicks. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't feel like I engage in a lot of... Well, no. It happens you, every once in a while with both of us, I think. Well, what's uh, Yeah, like do a little self-scouting. If you think we use uh, like euphemistic words that aren't quite at what we're really getting at. Uh, um, I, I did know. refer I to that tranny last week as she, Ad- that, Admiral Levine. That that happens. I get so weary of like thinking actively about pronouns all the time. But I don't know that that's the same thing. It's like, what are you using a word deliberately that's not as precise as it could be? Um, oh, instead of Bolshevik, I would. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, undocumented. He used all the good ones in the. Exam. I know. It's like I don't feel like I grant any of these necessarily. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have a great answer for you. Maybe if we read some chat, I can think about this a little bit. Because I don't have one that's coming to the top of my head. I really hate to leave you hanging, but you know, I have a choice between dead air and that. And my brain is uh, past two hours fried, you know? Past two hours fried. All right, let me read some chat. Um, oh, I'm kind of backed up. In the chat, I'm not constipated. Okay. Knuckle Hungy Buck. I read that one. Uh, new World News Network. Check out my new track, Thumper. Let's go, Brandon. Okay. Um, knuckle, knuckle huggy buck. The cop troll caller got Matt more infuriated than spank your kids. Are you hearing yourself, caller? We need more trolls angry. Matt is fun. I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> scary. Uh, like, you know, I'm, well, I, scary. I, I'm so, like, I can't even understand what the hell that guy's talking about. Hey, I, truth be told, you want to get me going, like, a, make an accusation against me and then don't back it up it, it, yeah. it does drive me nuts when you say oh you did this and i say well wait wait what do you what do you mean how did i do that oh I don't know. and then they just gloss over talk it, about like, it yeah. what you brought it up it's not, you brought it up yeah. it's not disagree with me that gets me going it's make an accusation and then ask to explain and then have no explanation and act like it's fine that yeah. that drives me nuts especially when the accusation is you covered something up or you glossed over it no no you glossed over it you said something and had no no uh backup for it at all Drives me nuts. Um, Cyclone8974, who I've been fighting in the live chat with again. Oh, it no. was Ronald Reagan. He signed the LPS Act, and it stopped long-term incarceration for people with mental health issues against involuntarily. Uh. He's like, ooh, it was actually Kennedy. I'm like, as a matter of fact, it, Kennedy, LOL. This guy's such a fucker. Okay. No national <laughs> well, divorce crap. Going. It, every time I see him in the live chat, I'm like, I will find you. Now your nostrils are flaring out. Yeah. Uh, what did we lose? Uh, what did we lose a war? Um, give them whatever percent you want. They'll come for the rest eventually. Fucking stupid. Um, I just say the national divorce crap so I don't have to talk about what I'm really thinking. 
but I don't think that would even work. They're never just going to leave us alone. How is that? How is that going to work? So for once, Cyclone, you piece of shit, I agree with you. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the probably the euphemism. <laughs> piece of shit is the euphemism there. That's shit. that's too kind. Freaking yeah. sweet taco. I like that. Blonde, please interview Curtis Yarvin, a.k.a. Mencius Moldbug. He wrote the blog on qualified reservations from 2007 to 2013 and returned to writing in 2020. I'm unfamiliar with this character. If you could shoot mm. me an email, I will do my best to actually read it. Don't shoot it to me tonight because uh, uh, it'll hit my phone and then I will forget to do it. Bridge Burner says, Blonde, I think you put too much stock in big knockers. Not all guys like big knockers. Not only do I not like them, but I actually think they're unattractive. I just said that I, I don't find giant boobs uh, an, an endearing or attractive quality in a woman. Real men are ass men. <laughs> you heard it here. Sorry. I'm, uh, now, I, like, it won't let me look at my super chat. It's making me verify my account. Oh, so. no. Pep says, Build Back Better is best shown by rumble locals merger this week any thought of uh ever going alt tech i'm so jazzed about this they even talked about it on tucker dave rubin was on tucker last mm. night talking about I, the merger i listened to his stream yesterday explaining it, and i assume we'll mention it at least a little bit on sunday and of course um i think that this is probably the most realistic patreon slash youtube competition that exists right now but the thing that that he mentioned that i'm really excited about and he didn't give it a lot of clarity on so i'm not sure what's going on but he was making it sound like we're going to make a competitor to Amazon Web Services, which would basically be safety away from servers that aren't trustworthy. After you've seen like what happened with Parler, where they, if you're on yeah. the wrong servers, they can just delete you. So, yeah, um, I think this is generally good news. And if they're expanding well beyond just um, subscription support type stuff with with locals and video services with Rumble, and they're thinking about how can we host all internet content. Uh, that's that's a good thing. Knuckle hungry bug. I just realized one of Blonde's go-to responses is like a bitchy version of Michael from Vsauce. Is it really though? I do say that a lot. Oh, I hate myself. Uh, I don't know the reference. What, what do I? I yeah, unfortunately, I, I don't know. Sorry. Chris Hines watching Dusty Bogan on Censored.tv for Aussie goings on. Cheers. Mm. I don't know who any of these people are. Am I just totally out of the loop? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the name either, but thank you for tuning. And I'm sorry what I did to for what I did to the uh, Australian people tonight. I feel terrible about that. Um, they don't care. They're, they're drunk. It doesn't matter. Uh, Clint S. Watch on delay. Just saw a troll call. Guy had one thing right. The right does put on knee pads for cops and soldiers too much. Uh, cunts put on uniforms too. Also, a decent amount of cunts tonight. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, I don't like that word, but you know, mm. I, I don't take great well, offense to it. Yeah, and it's um. Do I think that maybe there's too much deference to police or soldiers? Maybe. Probably, but I, yeah. I also don't like the accusation that like I don't consider myself pro cop in bias. I think that mm. police have a very necessary purpose. And I think that police need to be limited to local police work, as is the constitutional design. I'm not pro police when they betray the Constitution. I, I think that they they have a task to uphold certain values and fill breakers. Yeah. But, but I'm not going to side with police in every single instance. And I don't think that I have. So you don't, you you do it by on a case by case basis. You are annoyingly thorough and reasonable. (laughs) Thank Um, you. I feel so much better. (laughs) Does it matter? (laughs) This Wednesday show gives us a chance to rip on our peers within the audience, especially those addicted to what is that? Foreskins. Oh, 
foreskins. Is this I thought an it was anti? a video game. So Especially is this, uh, those addicted to foreskins, sickos. So this so must be a pro-circumcision? Now you've started the war. So the less weird thing is cutting off someone's foreskin rather than leaving it alone. Leaving it alone shows that you're obsessed with the foreskin, but cutting it off. All right, I'll, I'll come back in a half hour. You think that'll be enough time? Um. Yes. For you to get all, I'm saying for says, you to get all your circumcision talk. Oh yeah, I, I will talk about it. Ad <laughs> yeah. A knuckle honky buck says Hillary Clinton. I think we're good. All right. Uh, yeah, that Hillary to the pillory. What? That, somebody had to have thought of that, right? We can't I'm be the first to arrive at that. Definitely not, since we didn't even know what those were ten minutes ago. Okay, I think we're uh, we're all set, except for uh, let's see, I have one over on Tippy Stream. Let's see. Yeah, Modest Twit says, the communists are stupid. The stupid ones that guy speaks of are only useful idiots. Klaus Schwab is a Rothschild. The global bankers are not stupid. You're the stupid one for underestimating them. Um, I certainly think that the, a lot of the, the powers that are control that are exerting a lot of control right now, that, that can't be through uh, idiocy. I would agree with that, that premise. But, um, but to the premise of both of you, there are a lot of uh, stupid foot soldiers necessary to carry out the exercise yeah. of that power. So I'm sure there's some truth to that, too. Let's see. I think we're all set. Anything else on your end? We're good. We're good. OK, well, thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. As always, we appreciate it. A reminder, we will be back. Uh, on Saturday night, not Sunday night, Saturday night, 9 Eastern in full costume. You will get to see what the decision was with the great costume reveal. And I'm excited for it. It should be a fun show. Um, I, I definitely want to do a little Kyle Rittenhouse preview because, like I said, the trial is coming up on Monday. There's some more things, more rules established in court this week that are worth talking about. And surprise, surprise, like we got to talk a little more Loudoun County, too, and Nick Cage, but yeah. in Loudoun County. Looks like that rape in the bathroom actually happened. Who knew? See you then.